You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Oh, snaps! We are live! Hooray! Punch Drunk in the house, Punch Drunk Sports. Uh, I found out that we are number 70 now. On the, in out the, of 70? No, out of 50. Uh, oh, no. nice. We're in the top 100. Two weeks. Boom. We're making waves. We're moving and shaking. Technically, we've only really had one show. Oh, is that top 100 overall iTunes or sports podcasts? Top sports podcasts called Punch Drunk. Nice. We are in the top 100. Top yeah. 100. Boom. Bam. Marketing is working. Handling it. Thank you to everybody on Friendster who is following us. Yeah, Punch nope. Drunk is uh, live in the house. Uh, very excited. Thank you for everybody's overwhelming, kind words about our last couple podcasts. Uh, people enjoy it. I and like all the people that keep telling us, you guys are going to fail as human beings because you're going up against Joe Rogan. Yeah. We're not going. This isn't TV. Yeah. 10% of your listeners are live. People like, act like they're like, Download our hey, fucking podcast. Dude, we, let's go after Rogan, man. Let's fucking take this guy like, down. Like it was a strategy. Yeah. Like, let's go up against American Idol with our little shitty sports yeah. show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're not going. We love Joe Rogan. He's good friends of ours. We're not going against Joe Rogan. This is the time slot they gave us. Yeah. You know, download our fucking podcast. It's either yeah. this yeah. Watch or... Watch it live later. Or Sundays at 3 in the morning. What are you going to take? And that was tempting. Sunday well, that was. It sounds it's like mine. 90% percent of the listeners wouldn't give a shit because they'll download it later. So, yeah. yeah. Just tape it whenever. I don't By the care. way, a lot 10% of, are pissed. A lot of people are going like, wow, Ari Shafir, you really clean up nicely. <laughs> yeah. You shave the beard. You're not so Jewy looking. What have Nose you done, down. and what can I do to myself? That's uh, Matt Nost filling in for Ari, who's on his way to San Diego. He's got a gig, probably doing something. And it sent me an email. At <laughs> Did you notice the time? First of all, I was with Ari Shafir until 2.30 in the morning. Five hours I'm with him. Not one time. We were talking about like the topics, and we talked about the podcast a lot. 5.30 in the morning, I get an email. Oh, I forgot, man. I got to go to San Diego. I have a show tomorrow. Well, that sounds like I decide I want to get a hooker in Tijuana. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. one of those weird Vegas ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a place. He's fine. Yeah, Because yeah, that's yeah. Ari's thing. He loves Tijuana hookers. <laughs> so he just goes for it. It's so weird to see a guy cruising for Mexican hookers in a sweater. So which brings me to it's my... It's a nice cardigan, though. You know, right there. Money on one side, condoms that he doesn't have with him. Completely vacant. Just it brings me to pocket. my next point, which is I got my favorite text from you. And Aria had actually mentioned it last night, which was very coincidental that I got it today. Uh, I get up at like 11.30 in the morning and I have a text from Sam that says, call me. It takes you longer to text call me than it does to actually call me. What's your logic no, behind that No, do you that think that at all? I got to press. Yes, I agree. Because as soon as you're like, what's yeah, the, you had but, to hit that and it hit Sam. But what's the logic? Why don't you just call me? What's the, is there, I'm not saying you're wrong. Right. I'm just saying, what is the, because you do, that's a move of yours. Right. And other people do that move. They'll text you, hey, call me. Right. But why don't you actually because, just call Jason, me? Because, Jason, I know that you have your phone with you 24-7. You sleep with it. Yeah. And I know that when I call you, you look at the phone and you're like, it's Sam. I'm not answering it. How often you do I not take your call? All the time, dude. <laughs> All the time. So I'm like, call me when you're ready so I don't get infuriated okay. and take it personally. That, so you take when it personally. When you, I'll do that. When you're free, shoot me a call. 
Like, yeah, 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 you might be busy. Uh, okay. I think you might be busy right now. But I don't know if you were doing that. No, that's okay. why I do it. Yeah. So it's strictly because if your call doesn't get taken, you take that extremely personally. Yes. You're like, oh, I, do, I take it totally, especially in L.A. Okay. They, these people, can, like they're too. best friends with someone. Yeah. They start blowing <laughs> up. They never return your phone well, call. Why would he big league you like that? Like, well, Why would he big league, league me? That's the question. <laughs> and he question. does it. That's a good question. I have a lot, you know, I, I could be in the middle of jerking off. Yeah. No, I would actually take I your call. I respect that. I, I would respect take, that. I would take your call. You would... don't always. Uh, I, I'm glad we got Matt on. I like talking sports with Matt for, one, you're pretty educated. I Two, like you that. have an opinion. Yeah. And three, I can verbally abuse the shit out of you, so and you, you don't take it personal. So you think. But I can scream at you. You go ahead, yes, but you're wrong when you scream. That's the best part. You go ahead and just shout But you don't take it personal. No, why would I? There's some guys that you get in a verbal discussion with, and you, you know, you're talking sports, and you get passionate, and they take it so personal. You're like, I'm not going to talk to him for three months. Are you saying yeah, that's Matt Nost? No, 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 Matt's no, the guy oh, you yeah. can just tee off on. Yeah, 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 Because yeah, I'll go right back at you. What right. When we agree, we sometimes just scream at each other over agreeing points. Right. Yeah, so I'm very no excited reason. that he's on. Like, for no reason. Do we already have a call? We do have a call, Luke, from the 518. Okay, Luke, uh, we're about to pick it up. Okay. Okay, when we pick it up, Luke, we want to shout out your area code and what your area code's famous for. Because I have this theory. People love to brag about the worst shit about where they're from. It's like, oh, man, I'm from Chicago, dude. We got the highest rate of drive-by shootings in America. People, like, love <laughs> to claim weird shit. Like, everyone claims they're the what crystal meth capital. What are you getting? Dude, Where I've done stand-up all over the world. People brag about the worst shit. Let's find out. Luke from Albany. <laughs> Luke from five Albany? One eight. Boom. 518 Albany, number one party school in America. Okay. I can respect that. What, what, what university is that? Uh, SUNY Albany. I'm actually calling from there right now. Oh, nice. And uh, it, who ranked it the number one party school? Is it like the Playboy one, or is it just Luke from the 518 ranking it? Um, I think it's actually they were ranked like a couple of years ago as the number one party school, but it's really not that big a deal. Like when I went to study, they're like, oh man, it's number one party school. But you know, you're not the number one school for putting out. Do you know what the number one school for putting out is? Texas Arizona State. Um, Texas, no, really? Tell me. Texas is the number one Texas. school for putting it out. Girls put out quicker in Texas than anywhere else. It's down. Everything, everything's bigger and better in Texas. Let's be honest. They really are. It's uh -huh. so weird. Those red state girls love to give it up. Well, you yeah, know. they had a lot of shit go down here. There were like riots last year. So Albany was rioting. Riding yeah, about they what? Were, like flipping over cars and stuff. And why uh, well, you guys didn't win anything? Why are you flipping? Because you, you guys didn't make the NIT because tournament. They didn't win. Well, Just so sick thing. and pissed off. Oh, sorry, man. No, go ahead. No. There was this keg the next thing, which is like a yearly party, and some people just got drunk and rowdy and like flipped some cars. But now the police are really like slammed down on the partying. You can't throw a party, otherwise you're gonna get arrested. It's kind of shitty, really. Yeah, it is but, shitty. You know, Sounds like dude, <laughs> next year you're going to be voted worst party school. I yeah. have buddies that went to yeah. Southern Illinois, and they party so hard at uh, Halloween that the school gives everybody the week of Halloween off to try and get them out of town. I saw uh, them on CNN. Just on top of bars, partying. You're like, that's a school that parties right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is a school that parties. And I love when schools try to get away from that party yeah, it vibe. It's it like, it, that's the best selling point right there. Yeah, I saw people on the top of the bar that we always go to when we were there, and you're like, that, that looks like a great time. If you can't go to Harvard, go to wherever the greatest party <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, Harvard, yeah. you go, you're going to get a great job. You know what the name. If yeah. you can't go there, find a school where the Might chicks well put out. Time. Arizona yeah. Tech. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they have the number one uh, overdose rate. 
They're voted a number one school where you would Arizona overdose Tech and die. has the number one rate of anal on the first date. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah I can believe nice that. Stat. Yeah. Where do you uh, get do that get from? What's, What's up, up, buddy? How do they get those numbers? Uh, what I do is I uh, do research by making up numbers in my head, and I just throw them out and hope people run with it. Oh, I'd imagine yeah, more like a Gallup good. poll, and you're just individually calling people in every area code. Oh, hang on, guys. Luke, i got to let you go because we've got somebody from the 604. Hey, Luke. Who, who, okay, Luke, call back in because uh, Luke's right. a friend of mine. Call in. Okay, call back, All Luke. Right. All, right. We'll do. All right, buddy. Go on. All right, ready for a little Canada? Here we go. Yeah. Oh, we're getting off because some guy from Canada yeah. called? Luke had a question. He called in last week. Well, it looks like we gotta he's be loyal back. to our two listeners. Wow, cut him off before the question. Uh, hey, Vancouver, yo, the six hundred four. Vancouver, BC Bud. What's you famous for? What's What's BC famous for? Bud, weed. Oh, I weed. can believe that. Yep. Canada's yep. Canada's big on weed. And doing coke in public. That we would have accepted that answer too. I, I was a. Uh, what well, I asked was, uh, what are your thoughts on Rampage leaving the UFC after his next fight? What is our thoughts of uh, Rampage? Yeah, I saw that today. He said he might, he's going to do one and done, one more fight, and then he wants to go. We kind of talked about that uh, on uh, the last, right after his last fight, where I don't know, man. I think he's got, he's one of those things where he doesn't. I think he doesn't. That's a tough weight class because you can take a lot of uh, striking damage. Yeah. When you start getting old, you start getting knocked out, you start getting dealt with. That dude's got a lucrative career acting. He's a personality. Yeah, you know, but he's I, don't, like, I wouldn't say he's gonna... got a lucrative career. He did one movie. I think he could easily do another. I don't know how he did hard. Well, though that an movie, action did well. movie. You put him in an action movie. I mean, I don't expect him to win an Academy Award. But it does he have any worth if he's not in the UFC? I think he does. I think he does. I think he's a good. Com- he would be a good commentator on some sort of UFC show. You don't do that if you don't have other options. He obviously probably has a team of people where they're like, hey, man, if you leave here, we got a couple yeah. m- action movies on the table that we could do. Yeah, I think you he do wants to do damage. Yeah, I before still... you can't talk at all. He can yeah, bear exactly. He's halfway there already. I think he still <laughs> wants to fight. He just doesn't want to train. Like, if he, we can start an organization where you just show up and punch each other, that's what I think he wants to get into. Well, who wants to show up to work, like, every day? Yeah. Forever and do that. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Like, just, think about it. You wake up and your asshole's already clinched up. You're like, ah, oh, I'm going to get punched in the face today. That is going to happen. Yeah. That's guaranteed to happen. And they love it. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you love it after a while. I think that he is, um, you know, he's at that weight class where he's like, look, I'm not in my prime. There's all these John Joneses of the world that I do not want a piece of. I don't he, need to, He's you know? definitely from the past in terms of that he was great at one thing yeah and that was striking and now in the ufc or mma you have to be great at everything world class at one thing okay. grappling striking just one thing you got to be badass you, you, i mean just yeah. top okay. five in the world you know what i'm saying it's like that's how to get to that level but the beauty of mma for me and that's just all violent sports whether it's uh you know boxing or mma is you you don't really have to be a huge name to throw. Sometimes the best fights are two dudes you don't know who they yeah. are. They're just evenly matched, and you can just watch. Yeah. They'll. I love watching like middleweight boxing where they will haul off on each other for 10, 12, 14 rounds. You're like, they beat the shit out of each other. Right. Both are walking away, eyes shut, swell, but nobody went down. And you're like, I can't. I mean, they threw everything they had at each other. And they're both Luke. small men. It's amazing. Are you? Uh, is he the oh, guy from Vancouver still there? No, he's gone. You want to go back to Luke for a moment? Luke called in. Luke, you still there? Hey, man, what's up? Yeah, I'm still here. Luke, what was your question? You called in for well, some. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys something about baseball, but since we're on the topic of MMA, I was mm-hmm. wondering, um, 
what are you guys more excited about? Are you guys more excited about the featherweight division or the women's championship that uh, uh, Rousey versus State? Because, like, what do you think is more potential? Right I love now? them both. I love both. I love I love all the small weight classes. I think those guys just wail on each other. Mm-hmm. Those are dudes who like the. I said this last week. Those are guys who like to fight. Yeah, they have yeah. more energy, so the fights are more animated. You know, they get more accomplished. Yeah, it's yeah. like heavyweights. They're they're just big guys, so they always get funneled into that. Well, then they get tired. Yeah, you know what I mean. They get. T- I couldn't imagine being that size and doing that crap. But the little guys could just keep going. It's, yeah. And this this fight that just happened between Tate and Rousey was phenomenal. Yeah. It was the best thing that ever happened. I will agree with that. To women's, women's sports. I well, mean, all women, all women's sports. Yeah, I would put it up there. It's the first time you're like, holy shit, that was some excellent, excellent athletics, man. Women's athletics. It's like not like all women's Wimbledon's, all the all yeah, those things. Yeah, I can things. watch women's I mean, tennis. A lot I like of, that a lot. I, I would put it up there with an epic battle. This this chick almost broke this chick's arm. I mean, I I would think that it was. I think she did break it. No, they they, no, they, they said later they saw it, but it. it looked like it got snapped. She yeah, dislocated everything in her elbow. But. Is that all it was? Dislocation? There's no mm-hmm. chipped, like, one And of the you're kind of happy because they're both hot. Like, I mean, these are literally two smoking hot chicks just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's, yeah, what's not to like about that? I'm, I was so impressed with the fight. Yeah. And I really hope that Strike Force keeps women's MMA because it literally is one of the sports you could watch. Well, I'll tell you one thing about that is that this fu- that fight. And how many people talked about it and how it caught on like wildfire on the internet and how many people watched it uh, live, it, it lived up, it exceeded any expectations that you had, which validates women's MMA. I think Strike Force, yeah. it would be stupid not to keep did you it enjoy or the promote fights? it more. Luke, did you, uh, did you, what do you think? Do you like the ladies fighting or? I really, um, I really enjoyed it. I generally, uh, I used to not really like the women's divisions too much because of Cyborg and how she was just destroying chicks. Like, it was well, she was cheating. Watch. I think we all, like her failing, do you know Cyborg? Do you no, know that I whole love thing? the name though. Cyborg's this, uh, she's a Brazilian fighter. Okay. She's actually. She looks like what you would think she would look like. Okay. I if, mean, I've got it in my head. Yeah. I've, yeah. If you took like a Brazilian guy, cut his dick off, and then made him fight women. So like the South African runner from like what five years ago or four years ago. No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. No, that 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 person was actually born like with both gene traits. I'm pretty sure Cyborg was born a man. That's why I'm I'm pretty sure she pegs her husband in the ass like he's got like taking the ass written so all over him. Just taped. It's just taped under. Yeah. The fight. No, they chopped <laughs> it off. They chopped it off. She, she wanted a belt. Yeah. And she tested positive for steroids with was the biggest I think the the test didn't come back positive, it came back duh. Yeah, it was the first steroid <laughs> test that they just did with their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Your test you just tested uh, as soon as she took her shirt off, you're like, Wow, you just tested positive for yeah. steroids. My dick like, completely I didn't flaccid. pee in anything. She tucked up into me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need any of your all. piss. I don't need any of your piss. I'm positive that you're on steroids. <laughs> sir. So yeah, now exactly. she's gone, and they're not going to sign her again. I guarantee you they never sign Cyborg again. Well, that being said... She's unmarketable. Are steroids that, against well, the rules? Yeah, all unfortunately, that, which I All that being said, in answer to your question, I'm more excited about the featherweight division. I do love that division. I love that they... If you ask me which one are you more excited about, you know, you're just for the sheer competitiveness of it, you're going to get six, seven, eight contenders... That that thing is going to congeal, and you're going to find out who the top ten really are. I, I, I mean, I guess chronol- I guess you have to by the nature of there's ten of them. But can you really get ten good female MMA fighters? There's not a d- bunch of different weight classes. 
You know I, what I mean? think you're going to start seeing that. I think that you will, too. But if you're asking me right now today, what do I think in the over the next year is going to prove to be more exciting fights, more uh, competitive fights, and more fights in general, it's going to be the featherweight division. Yeah, I'll give you that. Well, yeah, but how long do you think if, think if the women's uh, has the momentum, will it take to build that? Like to get 10 yeah, good five, fighters or 12, five years? Three years. Three years? Yeah, that's how long sport, it takes to... This five years, sport grows three to five years. That, that's what I figure, five years. Fast. Yeah. Like where the sport was five years ago? Well, you ago? have to come in with a certain ability. Like I have to be able to whoop somebody's ass on some level or have some physicality because you're going up against they huge almost guys. Everybody either comes in already with a black belt in something yeah. or was a wrestler or was, or was a, a national wrestling champion. Yeah. It makes sense. You have to be conditioned to this. You know, so it's it's really what you're saying yeah. is like, what are the percentages of the of women that already have a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu well, or whatever uh, have a strong wrestling background. On top of that small number, you go, what percentage of them want to fight for money and put their health yeah. and risk on the line That's the thing, and though, forego a family for the most part? There's less money for them, so there's less women you know, chasing it. And the purses on those people. fights, they're not getting $300,000 yeah. a fight. I mean, that's, you know, they'll, Gina Carano is probably getting, what, fifty grand a fight? Yeah, and there are a couple of them that are personalities, that do movies, and that do little things like that, and, you know, they're attractive they're sexy fighters. Well, what's the one but they're also name? badasses. They have black belts. You what's know, the they'll fuck you up in a parking lot. Is it Haywire? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What Gina Carano. Carano. She was good in that. I was surprised. She's good. She actually can fight. She's a great She's fighter. A good fighter. I just don't think she wants to do that anymore. I think. I think as an MMA fighter, once you do a movie, you realize I can make a lot of mo money yeah. and not get punched in the face. Yeah. It changes how make you even operate. More money. Yeah. Because what were her purses before? And I bet she. I mean, she got a good payday for that. All right, Luke, yep. thanks for calling thanks for in, calling man. We appreciate it, dudes. Uh, we're getting better cool. at callers. We just talked the whole time. I know. Yeah. I listened to the Ari Shapiro Skeptic Tank with Tebow, and it was awesome. Really, I really Oh, thanks that. a lot, man. I really appreciate it, yeah. buddy. Thank you very much. It's really moving, man. I like that a lot. So, yeah, this is uh, yeah. tough subject matter, right. but it was cool, man. I Big love those man. guys. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Thanks for calling. Thanks, bud. Look at our our boards are are just going crazy with Christmas lights right now. It's lighting up right now. I feel like so I'm at the wanna, Do you want to take more calls, Sam, or do you want to go into into any topics that you want to talk about? Well, since we're on uh, MMA, I mm -hmm. like to. I, I this isn't necessarily you have to watch it. Just you'll you'll just understand what I'm talking about. The uh, Ultimate Fighter reality series is moving to FX. Okay. We're gonna start doing live fights. But the biggest news right now is that one of the fighters used to do gay porn. Whoa! Yeah, and he's and they found his name. Someone found his name. They put it all out, and he released a statement saying, "You know, I, yes, I did that. I regret it, and I'm not gay. I just I was gay for pay," which is such an interesting thing to me. The whole concept of gay for pay. You know what I'm going to ask you? What? How much money? How much money yeah. did he get paid to? Would you accept to be in a gay film? You can dictate the terms. You're taking it. You're giving it. Whatever. How much? What's your dollar amount? Uh, I I don't. I couldn't. Do, I wouldn't do it. I, the only way I would do gay porn is if it's the only way I could save Earth. Well, God bless you for that. Yeah, you know God that that's the stakes. That. I don't know what to say to that. But. Yeah, if someone's like, you know, either <laughs> you fuck that man or Earth is dead. You know, you, that's the only you way. Salute that boner. Yeah, you go to town. One minute. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got one minute. Before we uh, take a break. But I would say for me, and we'll get back to this after the break, though. Times are a little tough for me right now. Turkey sandwich. Turkey, turkey sandwich. sandwich. Well, it could be some With good all turkey, the though. trimmings. Peppercorn or yeah, something like that? something fresh. Uh, nice. Nice. Well, yeah, but you yourself. didn't even say treat what yourself. you were... You, uh, turkey... To take it in the ass, turkey sandwich? Yeah, we'll talk about it after there the break. There you go, roast beef for... All roast right, well, we're going to continue beef. on this topic when we get back. Please uh, call us in. What's the number? 888-5500. Uh, 
520-4374. Give us a call. We're back with Matt Notes, and uh, we'll be talking some basketball, little Chicago Bulls, how bad they're doing this year, and we'll just move on with that, okay? Okay, yeah, you enjoy that BS. Okay. Let's get to this break, because I want to tear you to asshole. All right, man. Thanks for listening to Punch Room. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey everybody, it's Brendan from the Squadcast. Eric and I are doing our first live show at the Lovitz, and seriously, this event is going to blow. Come, so- <laughs> Come celebrate. And so- <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate you. Come celebrate National Steak and BJ Day with the Squawkast on Wednesday, March 14th. I can't. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. Okay. Come celebrate National Steak and BJ Day with the Squawkast on Wednesday, March 14th from 8 to 10 p.m. After our regular show from 6 to 8 on the Toad Hop Network, we're heading down to the stage joined by stand-up comics, games, prize giveaways, and even a BJ class from a world-class expert. No bull. $5 gets you into this patriotic celebration of the finer things in life. So join the Squawkast March 14th at 8 p.m. for the Fantasy Bromance Banquet at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
I feel like we're we're getting back from solving crimes. That in was Hawaii. like nineteen seventies sports, like you know. Oh, like, I thought that was more like Hawaii Five O. Black guys make it to the NBA. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Um, all right, so we got a guy who's been. We're talking UFC. We're gonna get. We're gonna move on to the NFL and NBA. This will be a last we got a guy topic. Calling us. Uh, hit it. Where are you from? What's your area code? What's What's your area famous for? Little six oh four. Oh, come on. You're on finally, buddy. Thanks for holding. Jay? Okay. This is Jay, right? Oh, yeah, this is Jay. You Jay, us, what's you the word? Asleep, bro? Yeah, Were you sleeping? Going, guys. Love the podcast so far. Oh, thanks, thanks, man. man. We sure. appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. Disagree or agree? BJ Penn is the most overrated fighter of all time. Totally disagree. Totally disagree? I, I personally do. He's actually one of my favorite fighters. What um, was the question one more time? BJ Penn... Uh, most overrated UFC fighter. I, I I don't know how that statement's possible. What's well, your argument behind that? You think that he is? Well, I think, I think so. And what? Okay, defend your uh, defend your point. How 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 is he overrated? Okay, whenever this guy got the big fight, two losses to George St. Pierre, two losses to Frankie Edgar, got the shit kicked out of him by Nick Diaz. He was over. He was old by then. Yeah. Okay. The first. I I mean, let's go he with that first loss to. George St. Pierre, does anyone really think he lost that fight? I 100% think he won the fight. Yeah. Off of his jab alone. I mean, you saw St. Pierre's face. St. Pierre, the look on St. Pierre's face after that fight was like, whoo. Yeah, I that. mean, that's just one of those where the Let's guys just go home and get away with this fucking So robbery. much damage was done. You're like, how can that guy have won the fight? So did but, it come down to a judge's decision? Yes. Yeah. And okay. it, it was a bad. So that happened. So it's like boxing then. Yes. You're like, what the? Who, what fight everybody. did you yeah. watch? Everybody. Yeah. The whole By the time. Around? By the time they fought oh, the yeah. second, yeah. everybody, everybody, yeah. they still say I that. I love to that them. when that happens. By the sucks, time they but... fought the second time, it's, he's just a different, another level of fighter. By that time, St. Pierre had become George St. Pierre, and B.J. Penn, I don't want to say that he was old He'd at become that point the cool St. Pierre that everyone loved, not this new St. Pierre after Matt Serra, who's in his head and doesn't want to f- lose. He fights not to lose instead of fighting to yes. win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy that was like... And then the fight against uh, uh, Edgar... A lot of people thought he won the first one. I I could go either way on that. So those are two dicey decisions. But I mean, this guy was the first guy to be like multi-disciplined. He was like one of the the new breeds where he was phenomenal jujitsu, virtually great- impossible to take down. His balance and his rubber guard and like he his rubber guard alone. I mean, he could pull his hat. He could tie you up with his leg. I mean, he put himself in positions that you're like, how is he? How can anybody can? I mean, those guys like are that? way more overhyped. Um. Kimbo Slice, Chung Lee. I mean, we go on forever. Brock Lesnar would be my vote for most overhyped yeah. fighter in in UFC history. Well, can you say uh, BJ Penn's a top five fighter of all time? Well, I mean, that's Ooh, that's, that's a, a hard thing, one. but he is that's in the mix. I don't, I don't think he's a top five fighter ever. I think. Well, who's your top five fighters ever? I think he's top twenty for okay, sure. We'll go Silva. Yes. Fedor. Yes, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, Shogun. No, you know, I would go BJ Penn over Shogun. Shogun and Pride was pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I, I'd put you. Yeah, I, I okay, could give I'm you that. Back. See, that's a guy I could give you. Okay, two more. John Jones is he going to be in there? Probably. Well, John Jones loses to Evans. Would you put St. Pierre in there? Are you saying John Jones going to lose to Evans? I think if anyone can beat him at two or five, it's Evans. That's interesting. I don't think anyone else. I don't think that. Him. I hear what you're saying, bro. I don't think that fight is going to be as lopsided. Everyone's like. Jones is going to run through him, which could very easily happen. Jones has made some fantastic fighters look stupid as fuck. I think, but 
Evans is smarter than people are giving him credit for, and Evans has that kind of game that scares Jones, which is a little he's going to box him a little more than he's used to. Yeah, Evans has good takedowns too. I mean, John Jones is a tough motherfucker to take down, but Evans will get your don't get your back on that ring. Don't get your back on that cage because Evans is very accurate at like what's up face. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but he's also a combo. I think officially called. Yeah. That's yeah. a what's up face yeah. right there. Uh, you know, that's a three four five. Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> three four. Five. Evans yeah. has you know kind of a psychological. That's what he's doing with prepping. Evans has been in a lot fuck. of big fucking fights. John Jones has really been in. But he's always three. gets caught in the third round. Evans always gets caught, and there's that scramble. Can he make it through to the end of the fight to get the decision by Who the judges? Who wins that fight? I think Jones. Is I it, think Jones too. Could Evans win that fight? Yeah. Is it going to be a better fight than people think? I think so. I think it's going to be Evans is going to I think Evans John is, Jones is just the, the like I think he's almost, the best fighter there is right now. Right now it's okay. like this guy like 205 youngest champ ever. He's the yeah. phenom. He's the, the youngest James, brother his rookie year kind right. of a guy. Okay. His brothers are both either in the NFL or about to be drafted into the NFL for defensive linemen. Freakish. Well, okay, who he's in the freakish. NFL is it? It's it, the I don't know the the, the Joneses. They're both Joneses. Uh that narrows it down to Well, a I, lot I don't of know their name. We'd have the black guy named Jones. Yeah, exactly. The, black the guy big black guy Google named Jones. Google it. They got a computer right defensive there. Defensive lineman. Okay, that narrows it down. But they used to beat the crap out of him his whole life. So he's he's fighting <laughs> Division One yeah, football players his whole it, life. Exactly. And he learned. Oh, I thought my brother was rough. I always <laughs> said this, man. Nike should sponsor his mother's womb because that puts out elite twitchy fiber <laughs> athletes. <laughs> LeBron James' mom, same thing. Crack had to put out the greatest NBA athlete we've ever seen. Yeah, without a doubt. Without but, a doubt. That guy's amazing. I personally think the person who beats John Jones is going to be John Jones. When he's he's doing everything but training for MMA, that's when he's going to get caught. When it's one of those things when Mike Tyson goes to Japan, he doesn't even bring his managers. He just shows up and he's gonna think he's going to go through Buster Douglas and he totally looks over the fight and he's going to get caught. Yeah. And uh, that's... But his uh, his brother, one brother, Arthur, Arthur Jones, uh, defensive tackle for the Ravens. Yeah, was it was. Selected. And his other brother okay. plays in Syracuse right now, and they think he's going to be a first round draft pick. Where did Jones? Is it uh, Baltimore? Where did he go to college? Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah, they're from the six oh seven son. That's where I grew up. Six oh seven for life, son. Yeah. Okay. Life. All right, so, Jay. Thanks for calling. Jay, in, thanks buddy. for calling in. Uh, yeah, you're a little crazy, but I love you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for right, listening, buddy. man. Um, so yeah, that's shown. So that's we'll wrap on the UFC on that. Yeah, let's wrap on the UFC. It was fun. We'll talk other about other topics. We want to do. You want to take uh, uh, an eight one two? Wants to talk a little NFL? Make that segue. All right, let's. Why uh, not? Let's do it. We're gonna get in the NFL. Let's see what, what who we talk to. This what's your a, area code? What's it famous for? What's up, Red? Hey, this is Red. Basketball is my favorite sport, but I want to talk about uh, Peyton Manning leaving the Colts. Oh, okay. okay. And and you're calling from the eight one two. What's the eight one two famous for? Absolutely nothing. Corn. <laughs> Corn. Southern Indiana. Whereabouts? Yeah, uh, Evansville, neck of the woods. Yeah. Really? Okay. So what are they famous for in Evansville? Is it like trailer trash? Uh, basketball. Like, famous for basketball. Right uh, on the border of Kentucky. Once in a while, but tornadoes keep taking them away, so they don't stay too long. Tornado Alley. Tor right on the border of Kentucky. Yeah, why do people live in Tornado Alley? I mean, why isn't anyone's like, "Hey, welcome it's, to Tornado Alley"? Be fertile like fertile land. There's all kinds of things you can grow on yeah. it and sustain on it. That's why people also, move there because it's a good plot of land. It just it, happens to be in this geographic funnel for bad weather activity. Red, are you? Uh, is that the second biggest city in Indiana? Am I right on that? 
third, I believe. Fort Wayne second. Oh, okay. There you go. See? Look at me with my Indiana trivia. You're welcome. So interesting. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. So you were to talk NFL. You're wondering about, Are you, you're obviously a big Colts guy then, right? Yeah, I was wondering what you guys thought about it, or Satan leaving, and where you think it'll end up. Well, I'd want to clarify this, because this is one thing I wanted to talk about, is Ari and I made a bet. Uh, we have a thing called the, Bag of yes. Bets. Yeah. yeah. And I would like to, because we did it at the end of the show, we didn't totally get it in. Ari and I have discussed it, and this is what the bet is. Week one... If Peyton Manning is on the Colts, start of they don't trade him for the, just week one. That's it. They could trade him week two. Doesn't matter. But the bet is week one will Peyton Manning be on the Colts team? I say no fucking way. I don't think Ari it's says not yes. Yeah. The loser has to tweet their phone number for thirty seconds. Yeah, you're gonna win that bet. Yeah, I mean he's you're gonna win it by this week. And I'll tell you why. Yeah, bro. you are. I'll it's, tell you why. They're not gonna pay him the roster bonus. They're not gonna tie into that contract. I'll tell you he why. Structures. He's gone. I'll tell you why. Solely because the Colts have the number one pick, yep, and they're going to grab a quarterback of the future with Andrew Luck. Yep. If you guys for some reason squeaked into the playoffs, or you guys are picking somewhere around eighteen, nineteen, yeah, you guys keep Peyton Manning for three or four more years, yeah. right? Hopefully, that you're, last year. there's no way you guys can afford to pay Peyton Manning the twenty eight million dollars he's due in about seven days, nine March days. 8th, actually, what's that? March eighth. March eighth. Yeah. Okay, so this week you got to write a twenty eight million dollar check to Peyton Manning. And then, April 26th, sign a quarterback with the number one pick overall for about $50 million bucks. So you're going to be Which looking at... Which is a deal on yeah. would be number a deal. one picks. I mean, yeah, now the NFL... Like Sam Bradford got the last huge contract. Luck is worth that money. That's yeah, everybody's but the NFL, NFL yeah. just put a cap on that. They it's put smart. a rookie cap on that, and which I, is they smart. Should they should put a rookie cap on that. Obscene. I agree with that. But let's not get off the subject here, which is, that's why. That's yeah, why. I agree with you that. You guys will not have $78 million of... Salary cap money tied up in one position. Yeah, you can't afford happen. it. And you can't. It's you a know, numbers game. It has nothing to do with how, what you think of Peyton Manning. Can he throw? Can't he throw? What if he gets sacked? You guys would ride Peyton Manning if you had to. But now you have a perfect window, and it's come to this like shit or get off the pot. Yeah. What do we do? And they, you know what? They gave him $28 million last season. It's a business decision. To, and he didn't play it down. And, you know, I understand injuries happen, but that's a lot of money to do nothing. It just sucks because you know you have to turn on Peyton after he's done um, everything for your town. You know what I mean? He put Indy on the map as far as football, and he has oh, been their savior. Yeah, that guy is an amazing player. He'll, but you have Hall to, of Fame is a cult. future of the franchise, you have to. I would do it. I'm a Bears fan. It would suck if I had Peyton Manning and had to make that decision. But and it's Andrew not, Luck is the future, and you got to Hall do of it. Fame is a cult wearing a Dolphins jersey come September. I agree That's with that. I you think Dolphins? I, I, yeah. If I was Redskins. him, I'm going Dolphins. I'm not going Redskins. He already has a condo. He has yeah. a condo That's in true, South actually. Beach. He already has a residency I, in South Beach. I don't he's think he's area, going for money. I don't Orleans. think it's going to take... I don't think because the Redskins are going to throw every every dollar they have in the bank at him. I think he's going to go where he thinks he has the best chance to win, and I think that's Miami because they have a playoff defense already, and they got all pro receiver Reggie Bush and a who good can catch out back. of the backfield. Yep. Reggie Bush, yeah. Reggie Bush has eighty ninety catches a, one season. A little bit more. That's, that's more than a receiver. You know what I mean? Well, that Barely Daniel too, Thomas but... kid is actually a pretty good running back too. He's yeah, great between yeah. The so guy. I mean, that's where I'm going if I'm Peyton Manning. And I don't feel it's it's not like he like was still playing at a high level. And you said, "Here's the door." What they did to Montana, he yeah. was out and had like four, four, four neck surgeries in under a year, and his neck is now fused in parts. Yeah, and still healing. Yeah, exactly. So he gets hit one time, he could be paralyzed. Yeah, I, I just I I understand his will to keep playing, but you got to ask yourself, is it still worth it? Yeah, at this point. What do you think, Red? Do you? 
As a Colts fan, what do you want them to do? As a Colts fan, what would you like your team to do? Uh, I understand the business decision. you got to build for the future, but we're only going to have four wins this upcoming season without him, so that kind of sucks. Two years of terrible teams to watch. Yeah, I mean, what if Andrew Luck has this great season though? What if I mean, do you not do you like the Andrew? Dude, Luck he's pick? looking good. Yeah, he does. He looks NFL ready. And I, you know, I was saying that about uh, Cam Newton, but I mean, this guy went to the combine and See, put up huge Cam Newton numbers. Yeah, he did, he did better than Cam Newton, like two of them. But I, Cam Newton, I was always like, look, you, I didn't see any of this at Auburn. And then after two or three games in the NFL, you're like, this guy's legit. After two, I mean, one game, he I know, put up like, like 350. But he consistently did it. And that I mean, brother's for real. Yeah, dude. I rode him, him like, through fantasy football. Uh, that was my biggest regret. Back. I never drafted him. I dude, was the only one that told me about him, Teeb. I, like, I was like, I didn't really watch him. You're like, I watched him throw across his body a 50-yard just laser but pass. But he's their goal line back, too. Yeah. You get to the five-yard line, this dude is running Barreling twice, over and dudes. he's getting in. He's yeah. hitting Huge. them as as much as they're hitting him. He's like they a, have to think about that. they got two seasons left of that bullshit. They'll probably cut it out this year. You can't do that. you know. And no bullshit, and this is very important at the quarterback quarterback position he's a good-looking guy he's charismatic he's articulate he's smart you know would you be cool if he banged your sister oh fuck yeah would that be awesome if cam newton was just banging your sister just destroying it i'm fine with that you kidding me you get to hang out that guy no that's that's red red would you be cool if cam newton just banged your sister Bought me a car. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's your asking price as a car. That's, I just wanted to bad. be his friend. Wait, yeah. I just want to have a Wait, nephew that I know high. might go pro. You're getting a fucking car out of this. I, I got to renegotiate. Yeah, I just wanted to have a maybe eat a turkey <laughs> sandwich with him, if you know what I mean. You do not let him pull out. You just hold him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. No, we <laughs> just wrap legs and arms around. Yeah. Go, you know. <laughs> You're taking this one to the end zone. Yeah, bro. we want yeah, this family exactly. tree to take a shot up. We want the branch to go up instead of down. <laughs> Throw a deep ball. Oh, I got ball. the elite for Cam now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a sister, Ben? No, I don't. <laughs> Which oh, is even well. weirder. Would yeah. you let him So bang that's why you're so cool, though, because yeah, he really exactly. doesn't have a sister. What if you wanted to bang your girlfriend? Are you married? You got a girlfriend? Uh, probably. I don't know. You'd let him? I got a girlfriend. Maybe it's Cam Newton. Fuck. Yeah, I would, yeah. That's I like the same thing I said. Guy. This guy's great. I was like, one time I used to work at the Standard Hotel, and Kobe Bryant was doing a shoot there, and he came out, and I'm like, that's a higher level of human being. <laughs> How we're in the same species, I don't know. And if my girlfriend called goes, listen, Kobe wants to go balls deep. What What do I do? I'm like, enjoy. Go, go have fun. I can't you mean, hate you. Yeah. You mean you saw him, and just by looking at him, you're like, wow, he's just bigger, faster, stronger. He's like, a, the, his genetics are superior to mine. Completely. Okay. You know what? I have the opposite story. Uh, Red, thanks for calling in, man. I don't want to keep you on the line, buddy. Right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Red. Call in again, bud. Um, I had the opposite thing happen to me when I was working at on the, on the Fox lot, and I was doing uh, that Red Zone NFL show that I do, and... Uh, coming out of the bathroom so they, they in the studio next door to me was the nfl live sunday the terry bradshaw and 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 all those guys yeah. jb so you're constantly like running into those guys in the hallway standing right next to me coming right at me i had a very small conversation with him jerry rice yeah and i'm telling you this i'm six one six four in heels i see jerry rice looking at me and i'm like you did all of that dude he looks and is built pretty much like you yeah he, I yeah. had two, but he's not playing anymore. I don't care. Still. I had two two and a half inches on this guy. He wasn't super built. I mean, he was a good looking guy, you know, wearing a suit. But in your mind, you think greatest receiver all time, most touchdowns all time, most yardage all time, most Super Bowl touchdowns. He owns records running backs aren't even close to. Yeah, 
no one may ever catch him with his right. receiving touchdowns. And you look at him, and you if you were at a Starbucks with this guy, you never would, you wouldn't pick him out. Dude, I saw Philip Rivers. It's just uh, determination, heart, yeah, speed. Philip Rivers looks like you a little bit taller, Teep. Just a little bit, like six inches. Quarterback, I can understand though. Still though, I mean, he's he didn't uh, at no point was like I, I'm not physically intimidated you other than size. Like you're taller than me, but yeah. I'm, but let's talk. Let's 2011 Jerry Rice or 2012. Let's talk 1994 Jerry Rice. It's a whole different human being. I mean, that guy's like his playing he still would have been the same. Shredded. Still would have been the same height. Still, yeah, he was, not I like mean, he was super built. His up. workout routine, I mean, was almost as stringent as Peyton's back in the day. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'll give you that. In season, like in his prime, I'm sure he's just one big muscle. You know what I mean? Just this, taut, yeah, like ass whooping machine. Yeah, yeah. I, I I could understand it, man. You know, I mean, there's some people who are athletic, but they don't look athletic, and that's probably why he w- ha- only played at it like a unknown school in college. Yeah, nobody knew he was because they probably looked at him, they eyeball tested him, they're like, this guy is nothing. Yeah, Mississippi Valley State or something like that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he just, I mean, that's crazy. But yeah, I mean, like Kobe, you're just like genetic super freak. Uh, okay, well, let's. He's got, also a world class basketball athlete. And I think those guys are the best athletes in the world. I think that one takes every like you have to be strong and fast and agile and coordinated and like everything to be the best at it. Like LeBron, I think soccer's up there. I mean, yeah. if you watch soccer, you're like those dudes are running for almost two hours straight. I know. Up, just just running. They're like doing sprints the yeah. whole. time. It's like that's super athletic, man. And we don't. We're now getting into it out here because you know the the powers that be have decided that, like ESPN's like we're twenty four hours. We need as much sports to cover as possible. Yeah. So they're they're creating the following, and they know the Latino community is getting bigger in America. I think the, I think it's, the problem is even more like big. I think it's bigger than that. I think ESPN is looking at this like globally. Like this is soccer around the world. Their numbers around the world are bigger than our NFL numbers. Right. Yeah. Bigger than our NFL it's numbers. Which is it's the every biggest, other country against us. You know which, what I mean is the, it, which is America's game. It's the biggest, most important thing here. ESPN's going like, we got to get into this soccer money somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you've got to put, the only way you're going to get people into it is if you put a quality, quality product on the screen. Well, because you're competing to, I mean, against everything now. You know what I mean? You you want to penetrate our sports market? Well, you got to be better than MMA we were talking about, basketball, football. Like, you got to break you got to knock three, hockey four. out of that top Exactly. Or baseball four. somehow, but baseball's slipping. Like, you got to, I mean, you yeah, got to Yeah, I don't know how much longer baseball has. I'm, I have, I stopped watching. Last year's the first season I didn't, I don't think I watched one game. I went to a live one. And that was I like it live, but it's, yeah. just, it's the season's too long. It's too boring. It just takes forever. And you're like, why? All so these you talk games? to a true baseball fan, though. They, they, they're like, no, you're wrong, man. That's part of the strategy. That's what you do. Yeah. You I'll learn when that. to get yeah, hot. You learn when not to. It's like a marathon versus. I'm sure. I'm sure like that dog show in New York is fun to go to, too, but it's not my thing. Right. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Dylan from the 606 wants to keep talking NFL, maybe a little Saints. I assume this is. Yeah, the, let's uh, talk about this. Uh, I think it's 606. Is that right, Dylan? What up? 608, what's up, guys? 608, what's up? I'm from the 607. Are we yeah, anywhere near each other? I had to one-up you a little. Oh, you're yeah. a dangerous man. Where in Wisconsin, bro? Madison. What are you guys Uh-oh. famous for? Uh, I'd say beer and the Packers. Nice, yeah. nice. And Those two go hand-in-hand, hand, too. Fat-ass chicks. <laughs> I love Midwestern fat-ass chicks. I just love a yeah. fat-ass. Girls in the Midwest are hot, man. Yeah, and they put out. I love Midwest. Yeah, because there's yeah. nothing else to do. They yeah, assume exactly. you're going to Every bored. time they have sex, they assume you're, they're having your baby. Shitty weather yeah. is great for fucking. Yeah. Because you can eat your... It comes out of boredom. Dude, uh, statistically, more people are born... You know, like... 
ton of people have birthdays in August and like early sep- September or whatever September. else. Yeah, a, a higher disproportionate number because nine months before that is New Year's Eve. December, January, and February, the coldest months where nobody goes fucking and outside. And New Year's Eve yeah. and Christmas where everyone's getting schnocked. Yeah, you're so looking it's cold. for any excuse to do anything. You're like, I'm fucking, let's fuck. You it's know yeah. what cold, I mean? you're hammered, you. you're inside. It's yeah. like, what else are you going to do? Yeah, and those chicks, that's what they do. You're like, they have fun until 22. There's nothing else to do in Wisconsin but get hammered year-round. Thank God. And fuck, yeah. bro. Don't, don't Thank just God. fucking. Drink on a dirt road. Hey, would you let Cam Newton bang your sister? Would Would you let Cam Newton bang your sister? I don't have one, but definitely. That's cool. <laughs> of course you say That's it like so that. That's I so have one. I don't know. How about your cousin? How about your cousin? You got a cousin? It's easier to say yeah when you yeah, don't have yeah, a sister. Yeah, it's way easier. Um, definitely. So what do you want to talk not. about on football? What, what are you looking to talk about? Well, I was, I was wondering how you guys feel about the whole uh, bounty on the Saint or the Yeah, we were going to talk Saint. about that anyway. Uh, uh, does here's... anyone know how that came? Yes. Uh, who and who snitched? What, they, thir- or they originally thought that it was a disgruntled assistant coach that was fired from the team, let go from the team, and was kind of like, I'm going to s- fucking throw a monkey wrench into your plans. When I'm going to release. When did snitching become cool? And then they now think, I, I now recently read a report that it is somebody, it wasn't that person, but it is another person in a similar vein. They're protecting the person's name. Wow, that's a lot of subterfuge. It's yeah. a layer over a layer. This is like a Matt Damon a movie. It's a fire, yeah. it's, a, it, it, it's an assistant, uh, I don't want to say strength and conditioning coach, but of that level, it's not like a defensive coordinator. Yeah, but, but it's a, it's an assistant knows. assistant coach that was, let go, that was let go yeah. and is like, oh, really? Fine, I'm going to f- give you a nice What's your take you. on it real quick? My take on it, well, my take on it is I think it's very common. I think every NFL team is, but I understand why they say no. Yeah. I understand why they say why yeah. they don't. But what's interesting about it to me is that Jonathan Vilma and Drew Brees are both high members of the Players Association Union. Oh, they were they discussing were both, on ESPN today. They were both two people that were going, that have to go to all these meetings about safety on players, about concussions, about about uh, okay. uh, contract negotiations when there was the strike. You, Jonathan Vilma and Drew Brees were two of the you know, 15, 20 players that represent the players in the Players Union. Yeah. So now they're like, hey, hold up. I get that the Saints are wrong for saying, we'll give you $20,000 extra if, yeah, you, exactly. if you break Brett Favre's leg and they had all these bounties out on players with extra money that apparently the players were putting into this pool themselves. Okay. So it wasn't coming from coaches or the organization. The players were like, I'll throw in 1000 I'll throw in 1000 into this pool. Right. And if somebody got hurt, you would get money for, for doing that. What's interesting is like the two of the fucking main people representing players, player safety for the players union are on that team. So now they're like, I want to know. I think those are two separate issues, man. I want to know what Drew Brees knew yeah, it's two separate about this issues. shit. I yeah, think it's I, two separate I, issues. But that doesn't matter. It's going to be one issue. You know what I mean? Because otherwise it'd be like, look, you're being hypocrites. If you knew that your team was going out and had bounties on guys, you know, and to intentionally hurt them and then come here and cry about owners don't care about player safety, you'd be like, bullshit. You can't have it both ways. I'm also to me, hearing- it's like women, though. It's like women. Individually, they hate each other, but collectively, they come together. Support each other. To Solidarity. Support, yeah, but individually, they're like, fuck you, you ain't all that, I'm the shit, you uh, know? Individually. I so think, I think it's two totally different things. I think things. it's going to be very interesting. I believe middle of this month, they're going to release what their the penalties are. They're going to be severe. Yeah, they are, yeah, they just were. like they Goodell's did, too. Nip this in the what do you think gonna, of it? What what was what is their call? Uh, Dylan, what do you think of it, buddy? I, I think I, I could have sworn last year uh, when the Packers won the Super Bowl 
Charles Woodson was doing the same thing. He was paying like a thousand bucks for big hits and shit like that, and nothing's coming about it. There's but, actually there's a lot of stuff coming out about. What if that? you're breaking the story, dude? You just threw your own team under the bus. <laughs> you should be burying that in the not in the backyard, so no one knows about that. There's been at least eight we different. Got, we got Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter. There's yeah. been at least eight different. Teams. I agree. He's great. There's been at least eight different teams from retired players or current players that are like, yeah, that's very common. When I was playing with the Bills, the Bills yeah, are one of the teams that saying they did and it. And I, I like it from the aspect of it makes guys more competitive and stuff, but I understand why the league is like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. There's going to be bad penalties coming from Goodell. I think the NFL has to come to grips with they're a violent sport. I mean, I mean, this whole notion that you're going to take out violence, do you know how they said you can get rid of concussions? This is different, though. Get rid of face masks. Oh, yeah, that'll stop concussions. Yeah, because they're going to, well, I don't want to fuck my think, face up. Yeah, guys won't run, is charge into it. Yeah, except, but it takes one crazy guy, like, what's his name uh, on uh, Minnesota? Uh, Jared Allen. That guy's nuts. I, I see him barreling face first in the guys. Oh, I, yeah, no face mask? Watch this. I'm going to intimidate you with my uh, nose. That's why he's exciting. That's why he makes a big money. He plays yeah. with reckless abandon. I pay money. To see that. To watch that. That's what I, I want. I pay money for big hits. Yeah. Okay. And the watch cheerleaders. They get paid millions what? of dollars what if we to put this. We're walking in with tossing a couple bucks into like some big pot and be like, biggest hit tonight, guys. What if we? <laughs> what if we start a Kickstarter account? We'll you You're on dollars. stage at the comedy store. I just come in and clip your legs out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get fifty-five bucks for Why that. Why not? Let's get a little pool going. Thank you, Ma. I want to thank uh, Wisconsin for calling in. See, I Thanks, need to know Dylan. the people's names. I can't remember anyone's names. Thanks for calling in. It was now. Dylan, wasn't it? Dylan. Yeah. Dylan. Uh, uh, one minute. We got one minute. I'm a. Uh, I'm against it. I just, I, I, I think they should be at whatever, man. Incentives. Here's what happens. They're technically already getting paid to take people out. Yeah. And if you think they're tackling to stop you, no, they're trying to hit you, get you out of the game. And there's been people that have said that, like, that's going to happen anyway. They're yeah. just ha- having this thing. It's almost like gambling. And But here's what's going to happen. Saints take a major slip, slap on the wrist. Every NFL team, they just give them the stop it. Yeah. 100%, yeah. And the Saints pay for it. All right. Yeah, they, will. they pay for the Saints right. of the league. We're going to come five. back. We'll talk some basketball. We eight. got all sorts of stuff. We'll talk about comedy basketball league. Yeah, I need to get your vote on something. Okay. 888 You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
leftovers from Norway to Egypt. I'm to the point like the pyramids of Giza. Still I'm to the left like the tower out in Giza. I'm feeling single, baby. I could use a feature. Swagger like Caesar. I'll get you a visa. We can go to Italy and maybe see the Coliseum. I'll be the venture if you be my Mona Lisa and I smile. So pack your bags real good, baby. Cause you'll be gone for a while. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Welcome to the second hour of Punch Drunk Sports. Well, we have breaking news, everybody. Breaking news yeah. for all you guys who are watching us. Breaking news. Not only do we have breaking news, it is it directly affects this show. It directly affects our first bag of bets. Yes. And it validates 
how much I know and how about little the NFL. Ari knows yeah, exactly. about anything. All three not of us only were in with you. Not only did the Colts just announce that tomorrow, Wednesday afternoon, they will be releasing Peyton Manning. The follow-up story is Dolphins have best shot at signing Peyton Manning. I would go there if I, I was said him. it yeah. 25 minutes ago. Not only to our buddy Red in Evansville. Thank you for the call. Who would love to have Cam Newton bang we his made fake it sister. Yeah, Andrew still Luck. Still not fair. Andrew Luck will be the Colts quarterback. Yep. One. Two. Peyton Manning is not a Colt any longer within the next 24 hours. And three. Peyton Manning will be wearing a Dolphins uniform come September. That's going to be strange to see him in anything outside of that. God, I got Colts that shit 18. right. All of it. You got it I'm right. I'm like the Nostradamus. I said the Miami before you said Miami. No, you didn't, bro. Go I said it two years let... ago. I said it two I, years ago. I think, well, okay. I'm, in our conversation, he said it before you. Yeah. But if you listen I've to said it last week, time. I talked about so it. I. I called Miami. So did I. No, you agreed <laughs> with me. You're I've been like, saying yeah, I agree it forever. With you. I've, been, I've been saying it. I was the one that said he had an, a, a condo. I said it in Spanish. He, was he has a, a condo. On, on high. You know what I mean? Forecast and doom. Nobody listened. I knew he had a condo. Yeah, down in Florida. In Florida, South Beach. He only has a condo? Dude, he, so what? He's got a residency already. His furniture's already there. He's got side pussy in South Beach. Who doesn't? Do you Let's think be honest. Peyton Manning has South side Beach. pussy? Does he look like yes. the guy who has side pussy? I think look, he does. Dude, I, I, think he does. I have a lot, a lot of people in Indianapolis, friends, family, and I don't want to say it's widely known that he has side pussy, but I will whisper that it's widely known he has side pussy. He's an athlete. He's a professional athlete. That's what they do. Yeah. Not all of them. I'm not making a super general statement, but I'm telling you. That's kind of like, look at, history, look at the history of that it. That was the whole theory that it was widely known that Cal Ripken beat his wife. Do you ever hear that? Like, he always beat his wife. You ever really hear never that? Heard that? I yeah. always hate when people say that, because they never say what she did to deserve to get beaten. Yeah. You well, just he's hear so that he punched her. Like, apparently, he's so OCD. Like, every person he shakes hands with, he has to look them in the eye before he you know, re- releases the hand. Yeah. And you're like, that's that's strange. Everyone. Think how many fucking hands he shakes. He does that? Every day. So yeah. he's that asshole? But it's some weird OCD thing. Very he has politician. Things the certain way. I oh, love really? how every every uh, people explain their assholeness with a condition. Well, of course, you got to hide know? behind something. Look, I'm not me. I'm this condition. So fuck yourself. Who's yeah. the uh, <laughs> who, Who's the coach of the 49ers again? Harbaugh. Yeah. Harbaugh. You know, if you ask him, hey, hey, oh, uh, you know, Harbaugh, he's old school coach. That means he's an asshole. Yeah. It's like that's when you when someone's an asshole, you say he's old school. He doesn't put up with shit. He's an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. Every coach, he's got a, like, they go in the middle field, he wants to fight them every time. It's like, dude, just shake hands and go back to the locker both, room. Both Harbaugh brothers are intense people, which makes me wonder about their family. Yeah. Not, not in a bad way, but I'm like, I bet those Do you guys think his dad had, uh, had Naked Fight Club in the bottom of the basement? Oh, that's what it stems from? Yeah. They're just having to beat each other, just oiled up. At yeah, six and they just had them the fight for their suppers. <laughs> See, the other one didn't get the vittles, is what yeah. you're saying? Well, so I was like, both why was, what, was the, what was the point of nudity being involved? I mean, they could have just had a <laughs> fight club saying. in the basement, yeah. which made nudity. sense of the story. But it's like, a comedy, bro. That's it's called like. raising yeah. the stakes. You just yeah, add nudity. I took the punchline, raised the stakes. And took the clothes off of it. We lost the caller. Someone called in, and then they left. They didn't? Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with that. I mean, I knew he was going to leave. Yeah. I would have let him go, too. I actually think for Peyton Manning, this could be a good move for him because he's getting out of the dome. He's going to be able to play outside, and instead of having to worry about when he gets to the playoff and do that one game outside where he always shits the bed. Okay. It's so I'll fucking that, rare. Yeah. It's so rare that anybody anymore finishes their career with whatever team they started no. with. Yeah. It's, an, it's, a, it's a numbers game now. 
It's what's going to happen. They're already like, talking about spend, trading Kobe. Did you see that? You're going to spend really? the yeah. last three years of your career, four years of your career, somewhere else. Yeah. Jerry Rice did it. You know, all of the, all of the, uh, Montana did it. Emmett Smith did it. Everybody really, did it. Went to Arizona because they were willing to Jordan, pay him more. Michael Jordan. Jordan did the it. The gold standard. Uh, although he was in the partnership. I called it, so. it last week. I said. So did they're I. Gonna I amnesty, called it too. They're going to amnesty. <laughs> did you beat him? That's what I said. It. They're going to amnesty Kobe. He's gonna. They're not going to do that well. They're not going to go far. That's interesting. He's going to throw tons of attitude. The Jim Bus doesn't like him. You can already tell because they're like, that's shut the thing, up. Though, but they want to then build around Bynum because that's his boy, and Bynum has shown that he can't put those he, miles. Dude, Kobe's making 30 mil. That's fine five years ago when the cap was different. This shit's going to be hard cap. Yeah, you but, can't have one guy making all that money. I don't think Dr. Bus would let him cut Kobe. I think he wants who, Kobe to Who do you to think retire. he likes more, Kobe or his son? Well, yeah, but his son, I think it's like, like that's the last holdover from his era. I like, think let this guy retire a Laker, and then that that is gone. I We're totally, I just think that Kobe's going to throw a hissy fit, yeah. and they're going to be like, "Screw you, we run this team," and he's going to go. And I can tell you where he's going to go too. They're going to clean all that salary cap on. No one's going to make a trade with him because they're going to want him to amnesty it. Because then they're going to get Kobe at a discount price, yeah. and it's going to be the Oklahoma well, City Thunder. He's going to go play for them at a discount. Because he's not going to have to carry the team. What about what about going to the Sixers? You know, he's from Philly. He goes there. They are just That's one. That's an interesting argument. Yeah, there's one badass player away from being a threat in the East because that team is fun. But I think he does less work on the Thunder. Do you think Kobe's and ego? He does, but he won't be second banana to Durant. And Durant do you think Kobe's ego think he's gonna will mind. allow him to do that? You're, what? You, you obviously do. What? To go, he'd be number two. Do you on think that. Kobe's ego will allow him to be the second banana? No. Maybe the third banana. Uh, I don't Philly, think he's so. Number one. But if he wants rings and he really wants rings, I would go to Oklahoma. Or I just go Clippers, yeah, hello, and I just move right over, which think, would be great. Do you see that article last week where Kobe's like, I don't have any living peer. I've never had a peer, like somebody, a big threat during my reign in I the disagree NBA. with him. Well, but at this point, he knows he's going after rings, the points total, like all the records to be all-time greatest. So you might have an argument with OKC. Yeah. Maybe he goes, I'll go second banana and get three more rings, and I'm the greatest He'll ever. do enough. He'll do anything he can There to is get a that. video of Kobe Bryant in some sort of celebrity tournament. Uh, you know, basketball game, one of those ones they have, and he was like the marquee NBA player. Obviously, that's a big one to get. Uh, and he had there's a video of, the, of him having like an argument with the guy that was announcing him as he came out. Did you see this? No. Where he said one of the top greats, and Kobe corrected him and said, "It's Jordan, Will Chamberlain, and me. I'm number three, all time greatest NBA player." So he's going on points. Do you the... agree with that? No. 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 I don't even see him as that a top directly, three Laker. That's directly from Kobe wow, Bryant's really? mouth. Uh, dude, I agree with that statement, I, Sam I mean, Tripoli. He's an argument for top. Th- I mean, no man. Yeah, I do. He's he go can down win with records galore. He's not Magic Johnson, Jabbar, Magic Johnson. The problem is like okay, Magic and Kareem. Kobe. I watched play. Right, West. I didn't right. see play. West. I didn't see. Dude, play. this like, is I've our argument. Clips, I have it with Caparello all the time. Let's play this game. You, we're we're in basketball heaven. Mm-hmm. You have the top 50 players in your mind all at their statistically most yeah, the, dominant their best season. year. Yeah. Are you telling me you're going to take Kobe number three of Over. all these phenomenal players? 
And we're just talking about the Lakers. We're not even well, talking I mean, look, all time. Irving, Irving and Kareem. Yeah, I guess Irving, Kareem, and Will. I mean, how do Dude, you displace Shaq one of those three? Shaq does not get enough credit. He, I take Kobe before I take Shaq. No way, bro. Shaq, no I mean, way. That's true, though. He was Let me ask you something. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Let me ask you something. You, you couldn't do who anything wings, about it. Who, who could stop him in his prime? Nobody. You changed Nobody. your they entire game. They changed defenses. Yes. They changed they the rule They had to reinforce the goals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had to change the game for him. Yeah, that's true. Kobe, you just put your best guy on him. He still is going to get struggled. his. And he struggled. His 40. They never Shaq, you change everything. Everything yeah, and his when prime, you play he Shaq. was an immovable object. It's like, look, I'm I'm barreling over your guy, and I'm going right to the. They rim. never talk about that, man. And if Shaq played when Wilch played, he would have he would have averaged eighty points a night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When Shaq came no into the tending. league, Dude. when Shaq came into the league, they called it the golden era of centers because it was like you and Elijah, Elijah Wan, Elijah Wan Robinson, David Robinson, Robinson. Yeah, and he would go through those guys. I mean, it, well, because they were all tall and wiry, and he was just this massive a man. Plus, he was agile and quick. He could spin and do those one eighties and just turn around and like he's been flat under the dunks that double handed. How he, dominant is Dwight Howard? And he struggled against old Shaq. I, he would have he would have his but that worst was game. younger Dwight. I, I think agree. Dwight now could I agree compete with you better. I agree yeah. with that. Dwight now versus young Shaq, it wouldn't even be close. Dwight brother. now, I mean, he could jump out of the the building. And his strength is amazing. I mean, you ever seen that guy? He's 6'10", bro. He's huge, though. He is a Shaq massive is a man. Shaq is 7'1". I think it's a, yeah, but I, I think he's he's stronger Nimble. and he's quicker. Is Dwight Howard only 6'10"? Yeah. I, know, I thought I he was a 7'4". Dude, dude, look at this. When he, LeBron stands next to him, like LeBron's obscene. taller. I know you think I'm crazy. No. no. LeBron's no. as tall as Dwight Howard. I'm telling you, dude. Look I, at it. Yeah. When they stand next to each other. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't think Kobe's number three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, don't uh, think, he would. I think he's he got he's been dominated in series. He's not Let even me a ask number you three Laker. He's not even number three. You Laker. take Kobe off of those, off of those Shaquille O'Neal teams, and you put Dirk Nowitzki there, and Kobe's on Dallas. Who wins more rings, Dirk Nowitzki or Kobe Bryant? Um, well, the problem is you can't take Dallas's uh, uh, personnel into account because then they would have tailored a team around Kobe. Like they did for Dirk, they found guys that complemented Dirk's style. So if you're willing to do that, I still think I disagree with that statement at all. They they found guys who fit Don Nelson's style. True, but they also fit Dirk. Dirk fit Don Nelson's style of play. You know what I mean? Six eleven. Who? It's, Dwight Howard. How tall is LeBron James? He's up there, bro. Six, same six, same six, thing nine, with Kevin Durant. Kevin Garnett. Yeah, I mean Kevin tall, uh, Durant, Durant. Sorry. Yeah. It's getting huge. Yeah, Kobe's uh, and, and personally, and you don't even take in people don't even think about Elgin Baylor. How nasty Best, that guy was. I've only seen like modest clips of that. Like when someone says he's the best ever, I can't argue with you because I never saw him play. I don't know. That I don't know much if he's the him. best ever, but people don't take into account. Like he, he's a Dude, guy, he's evolution of the game. Yeah, double double for a season. I mean, that's amazing. Oh, let's talk about a couple people. Uh, could, w- did anyone predict Kevin Love would be this good? Nobody. Not even Kevin Love. Uh, and I'm a Blake Griffin. Bill Simmons. Fan. I think he's the only person I've ever seen on the. Kevin he did Love nothing in UCLA that would ever say to me that Kevin Love would be, would be this, this good? good. No, I mean he always could pass well at UCLA, and it's awesome to see him and Rubio because those guys are just willing to toss, and it's amazing. Like it's good basketball, but he shoots the three ball now, like well, yeah. really well. He had that game winner like three weeks ago that was badass, and you're like against this the guy's, Clippers, I think. Yeah, forty five and ten he had, and deservedly so. And I love Rubio on that team. I mean. Dear God, they're and great. they're winning now. So my whole argument used to be with Kevin Love. It's like he's putting up big numbers on shitty teams, Why which was Elm Brand. Why they give Brown. him the full deal they could? They only gave him what four years instead of no. Five they or don't something? want that. They never want that. They always want less time because then well, they think they can make more money. 
Well, no, but I mean, you can get that max deal and then another one on top of it. But like from the team's perspective too, the team didn't push the issue, and Love was like, "I would have taken a fifth year," and the team wanted four. How many free agents are clamoring to go to Minnesota? I don't know, man. That makes no sense. You've he's got a idiot. guy you drafted, sign him for as long as you can because he's leaving for probably somewhere else eventually. Well, I, I just don't know how he isn't everywhere. And then Blake Griffin's my favorite player. Chris Paul is. I mean, I never knew how good he was until I started watching him like play every yeah, night. The guy's a phenomenal. Phenom- Everyone's he's slowed he's a, down. He is a field general. He's a coach on there, just he's, directing the game. It's amazing to watch. He's phenomenal. Yeah. And he but knows Kevin he- Love, I just have so much respect for. I'm like, it's really. I never would have guessed that. And just his game is so well rounded. And I can't believe he's not on every commercial. But I think a lot of that credit does go to Rubio because he distributes so well. Like that guy lives for other guys' stats. So he finds you in the spot you love, and he gets all the teammates involved. Like his passing is like we haven't seen anything like this. It's, yeah, it's badass. These no look passes are like it's like six cents weird shit. Yeah, and he slips in just great little like how did you even see that lane? That was awesome just to watch. Like if that was against my team, it would suck. You're like oh god damn it, that was a beautiful. pass. Have you ever Fuck played? You. That was a beautiful. Have pass. you ever had that moment where you're open like oh I'm open and you like nobody sees it? Yeah, but he sees it. Yeah, he sees it before it happens. That's yeah. the amazing thing. Like oh in like a half a second he'll be able to round that corner. But and he's just a kid. Two guys. He is a kid. He's just a well, kid. Well, in that gold medal game, when he was 17. He held his own easily against the NBA's best. Who would you rather have right now, Kyrie Irving or, or, or Rubio? What, Rubio. Rubio. It depends on who's on my team with Rubio. Kyrie Irving can score. I love Kyrie Irving. I told I everybody. I, I, mean, I didn't think he's going to be this good. Irving's, I predicted Kyrie Irving I knew he was would be, be that so great. good. I, d- I would did too. I mean, did you really? You're such yeah, an I'll asshole. I'll give you up top on that one. No, yeah. because everyone no, was like, did who did you draft? Coming. I did because... Uh, no, the guy, I remember that. He was the number one, but you watched him at Duke and you're like, I don't know, he's hurt a lot, but when he's in, he's not. He, he's dominating some games, not others. Dude, he scored. He came back for an injury, scored like 25. In an he's got eight. a wiry frame, though. Like He's one of those he's guys 19. that looks... I know, but remember what happened with uh, Livingston with the Clippers? He had that he same thing, that young... Yeah. Granted, he was taller. He was almost seven foot. Livingston didn't do anything to warrant that. Like, young guys yeah. in the you get those young guys in the NBA. They're not fully developed yet, and they have some weird freakish injury. You're talking about these guys are playing 35, 40 basketball games a year maximum in their life, including summer tournaments. Now they're playing eighty something games, and that's if you don't make the yeah, playoffs. Eighty two guaranteed. You know, you, you do something weird practice. to a knee with, with with a body that's not fully developed. That that's much more of a devastating injury than yeah. than it is if you just get, you know a thirty year old gets injured and well, everything like, is totally like, look, look, look at Greg Oden. That guy's just a genetic deal. freak. Same yeah, it just deal. keeps breaking down because his body can't yeah, maintain. He's, he's a freak. By the Someone way, just said the this. Uh, we, so we, you guys have breaking badass chemistry. I don't know. Is that good or bad? That I think it bad. is. That's the best show on TV as far as I'm concerned. I'll take that. that. I'll take or, that. Man. Sweet. Or that could mean that we all seem like Ron Crystal Meth, which I'm fine with that too. No, I, I have. I have. Muffin Mania. I can use another one of these actually. I'm done. Yeah, me too. LeBron James, by the way, three. Uh, Four inches shorter than uh, than uh, okay. Six, okay, seven, I take that I back. Six, eight. I'll take that back. Okay. Let's talk about Rondo. Because you, you were talk about Rondo. Six seven six okay. eleven. That game that he had, I know. And insane. They still, they still want to. They still want to trade him. Seventeen points, eighteen rebounds, twenty assists. I know. Dude, that's a num- That's a that's a great. That's like a, a video game maybe, numbers. Maybe this is all Danny Ainge's ploy to motivate Rondo. Maybe it's just like every year I'll you know tease that I'm going to trade him. Look, everybody's everybody's harder. knock on Rondo isn't necessarily his game. I mean, he he's does an get, asshole. He that's knock, what they say. He yeah, does they say get locker room, but game. he also gets knocked for inconsistency and, and kind of like how you know who Rondo is equivalent to the NFL, Randy Moss. 
He's this guy that has these insane, spectacular performances where you're like, this guy is fantastic. Yeah. And then he has these games where you see the video of him that. and he's not, he's I not say playing Terrell 100 Owens. I, I say more Terrell point. Owens. And Terrell's the bad, like Moss. I think they have the same knock. Moss, no, I still like. Terrell Owens tirades. and Randy Moss to me are yeah. the same guy. I thought Randy See, Moss was liked by his teammates. I thought his teammates liked him. Dude, Randy Once Moss, he got the, he's the a Patriots. Yeah, in, in Minnesota they liked him. I think it was the in between. He, he ran himself out of Minnesota. He ran himself. Yeah, but after years and they were shitty, and I kind of understood. You yeah, know. but I mean, he's always the one that's like, you know, he'll be like, I'll, you know, or 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 or, uh, you know, how like um, Ricky Waters had that like, you know, or or. He was just an Iverson. Asshole, Iverson. Pr- you know, this pr- practice. Why am I going to practice 100? percent But those guys you know all I, mean? I felt were liked by their teammates. I never felt like yeah. Trelvins wasn't liked by exactly. his teammates. He was always on his own. It's a locker room media circus that eventually yeah. you get sick of if you're not consistently putting up 17, 19, and 23. You know, with with numbers like that, you're willing to forgive and forget somebody is a locker room cancer. Yeah. But when you get when you're like a a media craziness where you're such a cunt and you're getting oh he got into a fist fight in the locker room you're constantly having having to cover up stories because this guy's a wild card you better put up some fucking pretty fantastic I mean plus with Rondo too though he's got this whole like he was little brother for a while so it was like the three of them and Butu and all that crap the togetherness and it was like oh Rondo and now he's like this is my team these guys are old and they've deferred to him in that regard but it's still I think he had that growing pains of getting through and like this is my team now it yeah. is. He's their best player. Oh, I just realized who Red was. Red's actually the guy that came up with all the awesome um, uh, bag, oh, of bag of bets stuff. guys. That's oh, who it was. Awesome, Sorry, That's I cool. didn't give you a shout out on that man. Yeah. Really funny guy. Actually, he's the only guy that punch truck follows. If you've been, oh, nice. yeah, so if you, you call go. in and you've been tweeting us, let us know. Your yeah, let's know. So uh, put I a mean, name with a Twitter always handle. talking about LeBron James is going to be the guy who has the first triple double for a he whole year. It. He could do it. No, but I think it's going to be. Rondo or uh, Rubio? I think those guys have as good, if not a better, chance of being well, the triple-double guys. Rondo could do it if he puts in the heart every night. I don't think he could do it on that regard. Rubio would have to get his scoring up, and he doesn't score enough. It's tough to do. Yeah, it's I tough mean, to do. Yeah, Jason Kidd was, is really good at it because he gets 10 points pretty consistently. Yeah, and he's, a, he's good on the boards. Yeah, he's good on the boards, and he gets a lot of assists. Now, can we segue, while we're still on basketball here, unless you have any other NBA things you want to do, can we segue into... Oh, uh, Clipper Daryl. Okay, we yeah, wanted to yeah, say that. Yeah, that. that story. I mean, that sucks. Uh, I, you know, a lot, a lot of people aren't Clipper fans. They never heard of being Clipper fans. It's you know, it's kind of like being like a really passionate fan about a, like Cubs, a high school it's football like being a Cubs team. Fan. It's like being in the a middle Cubs nowhere. Fan. I think the best encapsulation of being a Clippers fan is uh, a couple years ago. I bought tickets for a Bulls game, and they threw in the guy threw in free vouchers. Like, hey, you can redeem these before whatever. And I grabbed you. Sam and we went to a game, turned them in that day, hour before tip up. We got courtside. What was that? Seventh row, eighth yeah. row behind the basket. Well, not anymore. We're a row behind the guy that sang the national anthem. Yeah, that's that's the not whole today. thing. Yeah, and Clipper Dale's over there going trying to get everybody into it, and that that was one of the best live games I've ever seen because they came back late. But I mean, you could see him across the arena. He's the real deal, and he's you know, this like, guy the, shit on him. In the for news. the people that don't know, like explain who Clipper Darrell is to all the fans. He, he, he's a he's like the number one fan of the Clippers. He has season tickets. He's always for there. twenty years. Yeah. He's, yes, he's, he's been going there. there. Now, the, like the last five or so, they they've been giving him season tickets because he adds to the the yeah. the. Yeah, he's part. He's of the, the guy that gets all the chants going. He's the loudest guy in the arena. He wears this tuxedo zoot suit that's yeah. half red, half blue. He looks very. His car like is Clippers, yeah, half you red, can half see him blue. From across court, he, Mega, his house is colored it. And mega it, fan. And we've sucked for so long. Yes, 
And it's like this guy's been like this. I mean, like other like NBA fans, him, other NBA players love Clipper Dale. They tweet him all the time, and to treat him like this is yeah. offensive. Well, the Player, problem is players tweet at him, and he. Uh, uh, I mean, you and I went to, we got tickets somehow. I can't remember, like, somebody hooked us up with tickets. Drug deal gone bad. And we were, like, we were almost courtside, but we were, like, 40, he's, like, 40 rows behind us. Yeah. And when you get there, if you're a Clipper fan, you're like, okay, where is Clipper Dale? You know where you his season. You do that. You go, where's yeah. Clipper Dale? You know yeah. where his season seats are, but you gauge where your seats are in the arena by, like, oh, okay, I'm kind of catty corner from Clipper Dale because he's, yeah. like, up by the basket. So we're like, oh shit, Clifford Daryl's like right behind us, yeah. you know? So every time Sam and I would like go get a hot dog or go to the bathroom or whatever, go up the aisle, we would walk by Clifford Daryl and we would always high five him. I think we took a picture with him. Like it was Why a not? real cool yeah. thing because everybody knows who he is, you know, but so they, so they sent him a cease and desist. Uh, and because the they were saying did. there was a couple things like he was, Promoting himself as Clipper Daryl. He was doing blah, public blah, appearances. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, then change your name or something. Do it's it. stupid. It's, yeah, fuck yeah, he should be able to sell himself as Clipper Daryl because he's been going through the shit you've been putting through yeah. and through thick and exactly. thin. But guess he, who did that? Is Donald Sterling, the biggest scumbag in the NBA. Biggest scumbag oh, ever. So I want to. I want to know if. You know the guy for the Jets that wears the fireman, yeah, fireman yeah. Dave, like, or whatever he is? He's what? like that. If you don't understand, yeah. maybe you understand. that He's like that personified yeah, yeah. even more. You yeah. show a Jets game, you're going to get a shot of the fireman Every Dave time. getting the chant, J-E-T-S chant going. That's who Clipper Daryl is for this. Now, I, I wonder if the Jets fireman guy does public appearances because Clipper Daryl was doing like, parties and well, different thing things like hey you can hire clipper daryl and what the clippers said is stop using our name to make money and i think everybody says sterling who's notorious for being a penny pinching prick plus he's and has always killed the fucking racist he's and i stuck up for him in that. i mean completely oh he's, he's yeah he's always but my question is i wonder how much of this is sterling or how much of this is the actual Corporation of the NBA going. Look, man, you can't use one of our one of our team names Ooh, to make to make money. Just change your name to Superfan Daryl or whatever the fuck it yeah. is. But I wonder how much of this is actually the NBA going to Sterling. I, I think that's a big part well, of it. Yes. Now the NBA is watching. Their eyes are fixed on LA because of Paul and Griffin. If and we Lob City. if we change the name of this podcast to the official Los Angeles Clippers Sports Podcast and it starts getting a lot of followings, they're cool with it for nothing. But if we start making money, they they see we're making four or five grand a month yeah, by they saying that they either yeah they want a lot of their cut. Yeah, they want us to pay licensing agreement. Yeah. they want us to pay all these fees if, just to use if their they name. They allow you to go forward from there. Eventually, yeah. if this name of this show is the official Los Angeles Clippers Superfan Sports Podcast, we start making thirty grand a year off of that. We are going to get a fucking cease and desist from the NBA and yeah. the Los Angeles Clippers. And there was supposedly well, that he wanted period, them period. to hire him. As an official employee of the Clipper organization, I'm like, and yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, it's like you guys why not pay him. The guy's already he he's already been a cheerleader is. for free for twenty years, and it's like twenty grand. Let's say what would he need? He already owns two of his Look, own businesses, so he doesn't need the money. It wouldn't be twenty. They probably give him what fifty or sixty or something because he got to do like a personal. He'll do radio. And, He'll always do. It'll be a full time job. Yeah, he does so. ESPN. He's done ESPN and radio. He do yeah. it. He's been he, on like Mike and Mike in the morning. He's been on the bi some of the bigger shows. For ESPN, as like I'm the biggest Clipper fan in the world. Yeah. For 19 years, you guys thought I was you a see dipshit. Him crying yeah. on Look television. Who's laughing now, dude. The guy's crying, like having an this emotional breakdown. It's his whole life. It's, his it's whole embarrassing. Life. He's like, I painted my house 
red, and blue, you pricks. <laughs> Don't take this away from me. I'm finally getting laid. Alone one night, I painted my house red and blue, and just gun in the mouth, just jiggling around. Yeah, the yeah, teeth. yeah, yeah. That's gotta be every night for the next two weeks. You know, when uh, L. Davis died, I like I was I was sad because uh, he did so much, but you know, it's time to go. Is he dead? Yeah. Well, uh, Don <laughs> Sterling, is there the will never coming out pretty soon. Nobody will shed a tear. Because he's such a douche bag. Who? Don Sterling. Sterling. I mean, to do this the is NBA a scumbag. They he's have scumbag. threatened to literally take the team away from you. They're that, like, look, we, we are going to If this was baseball, he would have lost his team already. Easily. We're going to take easily. the team away unless you start getting active in free agency, unless you make a, pro- a progressive and. attempt to put some asses in seats because we just built this new Staples Center for you. Granted, every seat in the place well, is plus, fucking clean purple. clean up all your other businesses, too. No more anti, like, we don't let black families into apartment buildings because they're black. Like, hey, uh, you're equal opportunity, just like the rest he's of us. He's a prick. He should, yeah. he should not own he's, that team. I, yeah. just, and he has no person. kids, thank God. All right, we'll be yeah. back. We'll be back. Thanks I don't know what we're going to talk about. Oh, we'll talk about comedy basketball league. We'll fancy. We'll talk about something. Yep. Call in. We'll talk about something. All right. listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey everybody, it's Brendan from the Squadcast. Eric and I are doing our first live show at the Lovitz, and seriously, this event is going to blow. Come so <laughs> Come celebrate. And so <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate you. Come celebrate National Steak and BJ Day with the Squawkast on Wednesday, March 14th. I can't. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. Okay. Come celebrate National Steak and BJ Day with the Squawkast on Wednesday, March 14th from 8 to 10 p.m. After our regular show from 6 to 8 on the Toad Hop Network, we're heading down to the stage joined by stand-up comics, games, prize giveaways, and even a BJ class from a world-class expert. No bull. $5 gets you into this patriotic celebration of the finer things in life. So join the Squawkast March 14th at 8 p.m. for the Fantasy Bromance Banquet at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater. Check out the
listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Bingo. Uh, welcome back. We're back. Boom. The final stretch. This Starbucks is, I'm ready to fight. I've had two giant Starbucks coffees. I thought they made me go take a dump. You get that Coke blowout. I'm ready to fuck. Okay, well, I just got a tweet saying, uh, watching Punch Drunk, and that's the smartest I've ever sounded on any podcast. I don't know. This is the smartest you've ever sounded? Yeah. Apparently, I was very passionate about stuff, and they really appreciate. It's nice to who see tweeted that I you that. You raise your bar. I tweeted. You, I, it was actually me that tweeted you that. No, that's me. unless your new name <laughs> is Zach Wright. I yeah, don't that's think my, that is that's Zach my Wright. Fake that account. is your. Yeah, that's my fake, that's my fake account. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Tebow. Yes. Where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing soon? I've got a couple things coming up. One, uh, the Naughty Show with Sam Tripoli. If you guys are in LA, 
March 22nd. Thursday we're doing night. Thursday night, 9 o'clock, at the main room at the Comedy Store. It's packed. Dude, this show Two is packed. Two weeks from this Thursday. Hold up the flyer so they can see it, Sam. Utilize the camera. Two weeks from Thursday. this Thursday? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, where is it? Boom. Right here. It's going to be a really great show. We got Bobby Lee. We got Owen Benjamin. Mike Costa. I got Clown Elvis doing... His Elvis impersonations. Then we got some really hot chicks in the show. Brazel, I this girl did my Viper Room show, and she was so hot in the pole. I was like, come on, man, come do my show. So she's down with it. One of our personal favorite people on the planet, Elaine Laney Hoxie, is going to be doing a little burlesque. And then we have Andy Sandemus, adult film star, going to come down and talk about the world of sex. So that is $10 on LaughStub.com. If you're in town, I'm telling you, it's more bang for your buck. It's ADD theater. You'll never see a better show. Come on down. You will not see a better show. So I got that going on. Uh, the 20, 30th and 31st, La Jolla Comedy Store yep. with Sarah Tiana and Sam Tripoli. Yep. Uh, I've already got a lot of people in, in uh, San Diego and La Jolla area that's hit me up and be like, can't wait to come see you guys. So uh, if you're in the San Diego area at the end of the month, come see one of our four shows, I believe. Yep. Uh, Tripoli and Tiana and the Teeb. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, if you listen to uh, one of the Naughty Show podcasts on Death Squad, you, you know when Tebow and I roll into town, it's going to be a crazy show. Yeah, we've had a good track sh- record of some insane shit happening, haven't we? Yeah, it's like we're like this weird Grateful Dead show where people, like, it's the show's fun, something but it's is, the after party that gets really something interesting. Something with me and you that always winds up being a story. And it then, brings out uh, the best in people. I really to, love to it. To the people that are watching this live or listening to it Wednesday morning, I'm in the main room of the Comedy Store Wednesday night. morning? No, if you're, if you, if you're listening oh. to this before tomorrow night, yeah. uh, main room of the Comedy Store, 8 o'clock. Okay. Uh, Matt, you got anything going on? Uh, the only thing I want to plug, if I could direct people to Friday, I'm doing Tipsy Crow down in San Diego. Uh, badass show. You guys ever done it? No, Tipsy Crow. No. What Tipsy is that? Tipsy Crow, Mal Hall runs the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. so much fun. It's like a New York a lot of hot atmosphere. Chicks. Yeah, tons. Tons. Well, that guy gets awesome. chicks at his show. Awesome He's a cool show. guy. And it's me and uh, Rick Ingram, but I mean, usually it sells out. I'm sure it's already Who's, who's closing it out? Uh, Rick is. That's cool. Uh, we also, after this podcast... We have a really good podcast, Hot and Heavy. Angie and the, the Greg Wilson. They have Cato uh, Kalen coming in. Who's a good guy, man. Cato yeah. Kalen's one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet in your I life. I did his podcast, never knew him. He asked me to do his podcast. I've never met him before in my life. Went over to his apartment, hung out, and we talked for about an hour before we did his podcast, and we did like an hour-long podcast. The nicest guy. Dude, that guy is so nice. I think he could And could've... he's like a motivational speaker or something like that because he's one of those dudes that's like, He's the opposite of what I thought he would be. And he's very, like, high energy, really positive. What did you think he was going to be, like, cool. Hollywood sleazy cokehead? I thought I was going to get my throat slip just for hanging out with him. I thought some <laughs> no, the, black that ninja that, that was wasn't o. Like o. some Simpson. Russian mob they owes money to? I thought somebody not O.J. Simpson oh, is that the unofficial? was going to come and slip my throat just for doing his podcast. No, I didn't have any expectations. He's a really nice guy. And, you know, the, he was involved in that unfortunate thing, and it probably yeah. changed the course. Well, but changes, he's like, such a nice guy. Every person, though, that interacts with you already has that. Like, they have some preconceived notion of... That's got to be weird, too. Every person you encounter associates you with this, like, nonstop. You're like, this is just weird. Yeah, so if you're listening right now and if you got time to do it and you're just at your computer, whatever you're doing, stick around and, and, and uh, listen Angie to Angie Everhart. Angie She's Everhart, hot as shit. Hot yep. as shit. Uh, Greg I, Wilson. Uh, who's the cool big? Guy. Is it Greg Wilson? Is the heavy? Yeah. He's not the heavy. He's like... He's a, yeah, he's he's a kind midget. of more like a Fred Flintstone-ish kind of guy. He's a Hebrew midget. Yeah, he's a little Jewish Fred Flintstone. Yeah. 
Um, so that brings me up to a point that I would like to do, which is what you were saying with Mal Hall, who's running this gig that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, great guy. And he was on, if we could talk comedy basketball league, we're in this big comedy basketball league yeah. together. And Ari, Sam, and I are on three different teams. You two are on the same team. You're yes, the commissioner. Are. I and am the commissioner. And you are the David Stern of this league. Of our league. Now, uh, which I think is cool that you, uh, decide one day to put it together after it, I think we'd won the trophy. After I went, what did I go, like five of seven from three-point um, line? Um, well, we, well, yeah, that was to win second place, I believe. That was that three league. seasons no, ago. No, no, we took first place. And that was that one, three okay. seasons ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It was, uh-huh. it was a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, I think that first half you were like four for five from three. Yeah. Yeah. I was on fuego. <laughs> well, three years ago, he was on fire. The fourth one you hit, and you just kind of turned, you're like, look, I'm on today. Turned, yeah. Like, it was just, hands went up, like, nothing you can do. You can't stop me. So now you're the commissioner of the league, yeah. and we will bring, one reason we, when Ari couldn't make it, we wanted to bring you in. Uh, we were going to try to get Brody in also, because Brody's our baseball uh, guy. And I was talking to him at the comedy show last night. He's got some good stuff in the queue for us. But Brody Stevens, yes, is our baseball guy. Tate Fletcher from The Ultimate Fighter, uh, Rogan's old bodyguard, is going to be our UFC guy. And then you are going to be frequent a frequent guest or call in because you're the commissioner of this league. That once we start up, I believe it's April early third. April 3rd, which April is 3rd. every Tuesday night. So every day we have a podcast. We have a game that night. We, the three of us will literally yeah. almost be leaving from here going straight to the gym. And there's a good chance both, like all three teams, could be in the seven o'clock game because we got both gyms now. Yeah, well, so whatever. So it will be a point of contention for the entire ten game season. Uh, my team, the Open Michael Jordans, surprise team of the, of the season last year. Yes <laughs> or no? Is, uh, yeah. No. Uh, come on. Who was? Who would you say was the surprise? Team? Who was the surprise team? Our team, we were, uh, we were surprisingly that you don't suck. That's uh, what you mean. Like, well, I no. think the expectation level. I, I think the season the before season. that, the season before that, we had a team that got split into two teams. I took over the Open Michael Jordans. That team that was disbanded and split into two teams, we only had one win that whole season. Yeah. If do you guys remember what that win was? <laughs> can you wrap yeah, your brain? Yeah, I can remember. Yeah. Wrap your mind around it. Let the listeners know uh, what team we beat. You beat us in yeah. the playoffs and knocked you out. We were zero and ten. It's because and we knocked you out of the fucking playoffs. The first season, Hardcore. everybody makes the playoffs. Yeah, and you were zero and ten. Yeah, you shouldn't have made the playoffs, and we didn't show up. We've been fighting as a team. I think. A half yeah, season. we had a weird. Uh, yeah. Our team went down. You guys have ten rondos. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Ra- oh, no. I'm not a Rondo, bro. Locker. No, you're the Rasheed Wallace. I'm not Wallace. a Rondo. You have Rasheed Wallace <laughs> and nine Rondos. I, don't, I play with passion. There's so does everybody. Through an elbow and Glassman. Steve what? Renazizi. Glassman's an asshole. Steve uh, Renazizi. Uh, Glassman is an asshole. Steve <laughs> Renazizi. For you guys, when I would play you guys, I'm like, thank God Renazizi's here. I'm gonna guard him. Why do you guys let Steve Renazizi from the league on FX? Uh, why do you let Steve Renazizi shoot? He goes three for sixteen every fucking game. Well, he's not on the team anymore. He's because he's in New he York. Moved to New York. Yeah, plus five turnovers. Is it because of his TV I, credits? You guys just no, let him pull he's the our fucking friend. trigger. Yeah, just I don't know. He's out there. I he's love playing. Steve Renazizi. So do but, yeah. I. I love guarding him because I know he's going three for sixteen. But that him <laughs> shooting like that, we won. We won a one season and came in second another season with everybody kind of playing the same way they always played. 
You know, so that season, uh, the year you guys beat us, I get, we just didn't play that well. I get ripped off. I should be Defensive Player of the Year. You should not be Defensive Player of the Year. hard defense, defense, bro. You hard defense for 30 seconds to a minute so straight. So I'm on a shake, but I still play so hard. You only you judge gas. one minute at a time. It's not game and season. It's one minute increments. Dude, it's one minute I'm playing defense. I'm following hard. <laughs> one minute. Yeah. yeah. What? I'll give it to you. It you is Willie, Hey, dude, I take myself out. You, I'm not a guy. You're saying you play better defense than Willie Mack. That's what he's saying. Better I play badass defense, better dude. Defense you, play better you guys don't give me enough credit for when I do, and uh, you don't let me cover the guy. I know how to play defense, dude. Look, Sam, I don't the, get the respect. We're the old men in the league, and you're older than me. I am the but, old guy. But you want to post yourself on the fastest, youngest guy on every team, and just like, look, we got to play to our strengths. And that I have to post myself because I can't get you guys. I don't shoot enough. I don't get. I'm not allowed to shoot. I'm well, a we good seven shooter this year, so there'll be shots galore. Who do we lose? We lost Steve, we lost Lucas, and then she said he'll be back at the end of April, but who knows? I don't know. Wow, that's, those are some pivotal positions you guys lost. I don't know why Lucas left. I think it's and to get more shots. Ari, Ari is staying on the I think he got team. mad when he was the first guy taken out. I, I could see it in his face. I just I, think once Mal came in and Mal eats up a bunch of shots that he got fewer. And, like, you know what? If he played on another team, he would get more shots. I understand his grievance, but... Now, two seasons, I feel like my team is the Los Angeles Clippers. Because two seasons in a row, well, you're the old man. You need to get a ding donger to be your. I'm the same age as you. Yeah, but you're sixty days older than you. Your whole league, your whole team is my age. I at least got some young guys. Not anymore. I got some young guys coming in. But listen to me. Two seasons in a row, my MVP has been farmed from you fucking pricks. Mal Hall, who is the MVP of the of the league, on a team that won zero games. Doesn't matter. Well, that's man. the thing, though. You guys, right? That's what happened to the Clippers. That team uniformly voted for Mal, so that's why you know that's what got him in. Like it's with doesn't because well, the guy was well, a I feel fantastic that, like, player. So you Mal guys get him, and a, now my MVP, who of does he not even know what you fucking what you we allowed got a to new happen? Player? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to stop that. I told yeah. you when it what was happening. What happened? No, no. One player, his his best player, Tucker, is now going to be on the Improv because Andy on the Improv and him are roommates, so they can just save on gas. Oh, All the games hey, are at the same. It's five dollars a gallon, bro. Yeah, that's what I said. Like I told so you, so I lose my six nine dominant center. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Does he do stand up? He works yes. in a production company. Does he do stand up? That's my up? point. The guy's not even a comic, and you're yeah. letting him in the league. <laughs> he was on your team, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that was before I. This is the first time hearing this guy's him. not a comic. That's where the. That's <laughs> this, this is the only first you turn on me, I'm hearing. This is the turned, first I'm hearing of this. We could add solidarity on this issue. You just threw me under the bus. That's when the league went bad. And Glassman just, the, the Daniel Snyder it's of our one league. one guy you're bitching over, and he's the nicest guy in the fucking I'm world. I'm sure he's a nice guy. That's not the point. He's a great guy, and I'm sorry to lose him, but two and years in a row, my best player gets jacked. Actually, I got something I need you to vote on. Playoff structure. Okay, Sam, you, yes. I've, I've already voted teams. last night. We have three options. Here's we can do vote. one through four, only make the playoffs, play for championship. Option two is one through six and like one and two get a buy or whatever else. And then option three is I top, like two. top four, play for championship. Bottom four, play for toilet Our, bowl. No. And we give toilet bowl a women's trophy. I do like that. <laughs> yes, that's from Cater. I'm not bad I with that. I like that a lot. But I prefer two. Okay. That's I don't vote. think you should play a game if you're eating dick. And let me explain my logic behind it. Is that your official vote or can, I, your, can I change oh, your vote with okay, a dialogue? Okay, I'm willing to listen. We're all paying X amount of money. To be in this league and to play basketball and stay in shape and have fun and all this kind of shit. Mm -hmm. We have both gyms. 
why not let people at least play the same amount of games? Yeah, we've already paid just for the because rental. my if I don't make the playoffs and every time I get a good player, it gets farmed for one of these older existing championship teams. I can't wait to see who you give us this year. <laughs> I gotta, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say something about Tebow. He's sneaky. Like he'll get why like do you think I eleven hundred percent, eleven points, eight rebounds. He gets. I don't know how he does it. Yep, I'm 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 right there. You're sneaky. You under the I'll rim. give it to you. I'm you're like the next the guy that bangs. But you get your more shots. Girlfriend. I don't. I only get three shots a game. Who has a long sleeve American or alternative apparel shirt underneath his jersey that matches? If Who I smokes shot a more cigarette at halftime, yeah. yeah. I shot his more. gloves on first before he smokes it. <laughs> Who plays basketball? I almost scarf? jumped teams this year. I almost left. almost came over to my team. Yeah, we I was had, really had, close. We had contract negotiations. I just don't get to shoot enough. We had contract negotiations. Yeah, how far did it get? What What was he asking? He wanted just all he wanted was porn stars on the team, and I was like, I don't know, bro. He's like, Come on, and that was just, it. Jenna Rose, dude. I just <laughs> want to post her up in practice. <laughs> Such an asshole. Um, but so, what do you? So that's my argument. Is like, if I don't make the playoffs, or you know, I don't make the playoffs, especially because well, you know some what, dude, you sound like these moms who like all the kids should get trophies just because they didn't play we well. Should all yeah, get trophies. They, they I'm saying a, a trophy. trophy. If I'm playing, <laughs> if I'm paying X amount of money to be in this basketball league, then let me win play some as many. Games. Let me play as many games. You know, even if win it's just for the game. Yeah, I'm the same way. I want to play. Yeah, but that then should motivate me to get me to the top four. And there's also three teams that have every season that have never played together before. It's three hodgepodge scrap teams of people that can't get on these teams that have been playing together for five years yeah like let, let them let them build some team chemistry by getting a couple games in the d-league game it's either that or that gym's just dark yeah it's gonna let go us dark get some anyway. fucking scrap well, games it might in there. not if we go one through six then we Here, have to do like we'd have to use here's my other argument here's my other argument and we fell for this fucking shit oh and last then we year. gotta go through the bag okay, of bets we'll do that next here's my other argument then we'll wrap this up and then you can vote last year there was a bunch of times towards the end of the season when Moses' team and all these other teams that were already mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, they just quit showing up to the fucking game. And then two teams that are tied for that last spot, one team wins on a default because the other team doesn't can't even put enough people yeah, on the court. We bury them the first time. We if played, there's we reasons and incentive to play, know, even if it's a wanna... seeding, even if for seeding in the NIT. That's what it is. People are going to play competitively through the whole fucking yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. I want to keep guys engaged the entire season. Plus, okay. they could skip out on refs fees, and then if they don't want to pay them, they're going to be bigger assholes, then we have to pay for it. Okay, we have to I respect that. that. Okay. I'll go with that. I like that. You should have a go. shit bowl. And there should be and some rule trophy. where it should be... I don't, don't let the refs make the rules for our league. I can't. I can, if we want to use we LA do Parks something and Rec, about no. the profanity thing, can we let that I would slide? Love to, but the problem is, uh, if we use their gyms, we have to play by their rules, and we can't find a gym that's that located. That's like fine. That I like the located. spot. I like the. Place. I know it's right in the middle of the Just heart of everything. It's, Sixty comics, and you can't say fuck. You know, know, it's like some oh, refs get us, let us get away with a little oh. bit more. But yeah, we got I a know, call coming in. We'll take that. So let's move on to. Uh, so, anyways, Matt knows will be a uh, comment. Uh, so coming in, calling in, what you're saying. letting us know. I don't mind it, having the other guys play. You know? Okay, so option three, you want NCAA Yeah, I'm NCAA cool with NIT? that. It's yellow. What does that mean? Uh, it's, it's not done yet. They're taking it right now. Oh, okay. Um, they're, uh, you know, he'll be con uh, letting us know. He'll be our correspondent on the basketball league, and we'll be handing, handling controversial issues, as well as giving everyone a report as to how the game's going. And if anybody's in L.A., by the way, Los Angeles area, any fans of the, of the podcast. Especially if you're chicks. Or any of us. It's open. You can come. People come and watch the games and yeah, hang out and have fun. And uh, so if anybody wants to come to the games, we'll let you know when they are. 
And feel free to come by, watch the games, hang out. Uh, Tuesday nights. I won't tell you what all comics are on it, but there's some big-name comics that play in the Comedy Basketball League. Um, so we've got a caller, and this is someone calling from up guaranteed Armenian calling. Even though his name's Chris, we got a Glendale call coming in. Um, and wants to talk, wants to make a bet with Sam Tripoli about the NBA. Oh, okay, go on. So this here, is let's perfect. We're going to go bag of bets. And Sounds like someone's shaving their eyebrow. Go on. Co- this could be an Armo versus Armo bet. Yo, Glendale in the house. Chris, what's up, buddy? Hey, it's Neff, Captain Faggot Pants. Oh! <laughs> I thought you were Chris guaranteed Neff. Armo. You are losing our bet. The Lakers took the lead yesterday, and I just want to say you made the dumbest bet in history. Chris Neff. Tell them what our bet was, and yeah. let, let's see if anyone else thinks it's the dumbest bet Explain in history. Explain what the bet is. It, okay, Tripoli gave me two to one that the Clippers would have a better regular season record than the Lakers because he bought into the hype and Lob City bullshit, and he forgets that the Lakers are a franchise that cares and spends money and will get a player to take him to the title like they always do. So you're going to lose the bet. That's and it. how much did you make on the bet? He hasn't it's won yet. yet. No, no, no. What, yeah. Two to one on what? A dollar or a thousand dollars? What are the stakes? Was it fifty bucks? I wanted a hundred, and he could only go fifty. So I get fifty if I win. He gets twenty-five if he wins. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you mean. So you could lose fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. He could lose he, twenty-five bucks. Right. I think that you're wrong, Neff. Yeah. I think it's the fleecing that he gives me two to one. Dude, you're crazy, man. They just won this one bad streak. They're gonna get together, man. I'm telling you, you're nuts. See, I think the Clippers could because they're younger. And that's what this season is. It's just a bunch of back-to-back-to-backs. And the younger your team, the deeper your bench, the better your record's going to be by the and end. And Eric Bledsoe had his first great game last yeah, night. Yeah, they, they got a younger team. The Lakers are old as shit. Look, yeah. I mean, Fisher's two years older than me. Kobe's my age. Fuck you. Yeah. Gasol's hey, getting up there in age. Hey, Bynum. Hey. Fuck you. Put your money where your mouth is. I'll explain. I'm not a clip. I, 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 <laughs> you're so confident. Why do I feel like you want to fight me through the phone, you son of a bitch? Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I just like gambling, to be honest. Yeah. You do have a gambling problem. Remember when we were over at Sam's house and, and Neff was there and you were, you were betting on every fight that was on on the UFC? Yeah. I bet on every fight on the UFC. That's not just And <laughs> you just kept losing and getting deeper in the hole, and then you would go outside and place another bet and then come back in and you you refuse to tell us what bet you just made because we're busting your ball so bad but at the end of every fight you were like god damn it and we're like oh I guess I know what you just bet on and then you would storm out make another bet come back in and, and berate us you weren't you weren't giving me a hard time or busting my balls you were harassing me for having a gambler's instinct <laughs> oh, I think the instinct what, and problem. Money? So <laughs> funny. A gambler's a problem, I think, is more what you mean, Neff. Hey, let's, uh, Chris, stay on the line. We want you, we, we do something on a show called a bag of bets. And basically, right. when we get to a point where, like, you and Tebow, you're disagreeing on who's going to have a better record. So we go something called a bag of bets, and we're going to have a bag. We're going to make the bet. And whatever we're betting is in that bag. We're going to pull out a slip. And whatever that slip says, we're going to have to do it. So. Want to read some of these bag of bets that we came up with? I think there's some. This guy Jamie Red Evans is pretty funny, and he came up with some good ones. Let me go find them. And uh, yeah, we should have you on, bro. Yeah, well, we, we're going to tweet. That, if you guys, if you guys want to put any money down on the futures on the MLB season, I'm the guy to talk to. You yeah, know? we need a yeah, guy talking. No, thanks. Are you a? Uh, are you at all into hockey? No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's impossible to bet and beat that game. Really? Because of the draws. Oh, like yeah. Soccer. 
Right. But I'm, I imagine the payout on a draw game. is good. A payout on a draw is good, right? Yeah, but you got to have the, the stones to put your money on a draw. You might as well be flipping a coin. Okay, here we go. we got a whole bunch of them. Hey, what do you think of the UFC gay porn star? What's your take on that? Would you? I'm not aware of it. Yeah, there was a guy who's on t- uh, the UFC uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter, and he used to do gay porn. And I was talking to Red Band. He's like, uh, I wouldn't roll with that guy in jujitsu. I'm like, what better incentive to get out and up yeah. on your feet than knowing that the guy? Me. This guy might rape me. Like, oh. I've got to get him off. He's going to take me and, down. And, and pretty sure it's common knowledge that everybody knows. You've probably seen Pornocopia going down in the valley. Remember that uh, HBO series they did on the, the gays and the porn stars? In, on they, the gays? The gay, the queers. <laughs> yeah. they, they claim... The gay porn actors claim fifty percent of them claim that they're straight guys anyway. I, I, I don't understand gay for pay. Yeah, fifty I, percent. I, that means fifty percent of those people are lying to themselves. Chris Neff. Yeah, you have no, to I mean, be somewhat you gay to, you to do to gay sex. That's the whole point. Unless you're just artificially getting up the whole time, like using every product possible, and like that's the mental aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, every product like crystal meth. Neff, let me ask you a question, buddy. <laughs> gay works. for pay? How? What's your price? You have to have a certain price where, you're like, okay, you know, I would do a film. Called Let's uh, Make a Movie. It's called Friday Night. Tuesday. It's pretty much a daily basis. And it's pretty, I think the number that we settled on was $12,000, and that's just the mushroom tip on your teeth. Oh, it's got to be on your teeth. Ooh. $12,000. Like, I would do that in a heartbeat. It's pressed into it, like dick hole yeah, yeah, first? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. You don't get it in your mouth. You just smash it. It's right there, and you're, like, gritting your teeth, teeth like, uh, trying to right. expose as much as possible so it doesn't hit your lips when it spreads out. And okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay, oh, here's 12000 uh, Okay, that seems, okay. I mean, like, what do you got? Student loans to pay off? Why? Well, that's a weird number. I can't well, even buy you a new car. That's rent or mortgage or whatever for a couple months. You're not swallowing it. It's just one. It's just touching your teeth. You know what I do? I breathe in through my mouth with my teeth clenched to dry them off. Now, since you have some sort of odd fetish, how much money for somebody to put like Colgate on their dick and then brush your just brush your teeth with the boner? How much? Dude, by the way, this was the whole ride home from Phoenix. I had to go with him and Joe King just <laughs> no, doing homoerotic Joe King would have been all over this. You have to admit, you have all to over admit, this. It's, it's a game we're never going to stop playing. <laughs> no, we are. Okay, quick. We got one minute. We got to go through bag of bets. Oh. Tell me what you guys think of some of these. Uh, if you lose the bet, you have to come to the podcast dressed as the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Uh, you know what? Jason Rouse actually has a picture of that exact picture on Facebook. Make sure and look at it, by, oh, by the way. If you lose, you have to call three people you've had sex with and tell them you got an STD and record it. Ooh, mm. that one's, that's a tough one. Yeah, that one's bad. That's a, uh, that's a winner one. has to draw. I haven't, I haven't had sex with three people. I have an STD right now, by the way. What? I have an STD right now, by the way. What is it? Probably herpes, herpes of the mouth. It's herpes of the mouth, exactly. So who'd you blow? And no, it's all those dicks on his I teeth. <laughs> I thought the toothpaste would stop it, but no. Uh, what else we got? Okay, there we go. Boom. Okay, uh, we have to go to a sporting event dressed head to toe in the visiting team's colors with a face paint and a sign that says John 316. I'm fine with that. I go with the John yeah. 316. That's the safest one of all of them. And yeah. we have to watch an entire WNBA doubleheader. <laughs> That's a good one. Are that you? One uh, we're taking a break. Ass. We're coming back, though, right? No, we're done. Oh, we're done? We'll go through some more. All right, All right, Chris, thanks for calling in. Notes, you did a great job. You're always welcome back. Chris, we'll have you on. Thanks for having me. Hopefully, Ari will be back 
next week. Yeah, Ari will be back next week. And uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Top 70 sports podcast. Let's get that to Name 50. Come on, let's drunk. get that to, Let's break that top so, uh, 50, guys. Thanks for all your support. I don't know who I'm talking about. Enjoy Hot and Heavy coming up here on the Toad Hop Network. Ciao. Take that, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Standing out of me